For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. Sure, watching football is fun, but it's much more entertaining when you have some action on the game. Guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, you've heard me talking about this for weeks, and some of you are still on the sidelines. Whether you're an expert or rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay or even play the slots. Pick three bets to win, and if you hit all three, you could turn $100 into $600, $200 into $1,000. There's so much to bet on. College basketball, which we have an incredible conversation about coming to you just in a few minutes. We got football. We got college football. We have reality TV. We have table games. There's so much to gamble and win on with my bookie i recommend this site because i really trust them my bookie has been in business for years they've got great online reviews and their mobile site is easy to use sign up this week and my bookie will give you a 50 percent deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll it's a great way to bank even more money when you win also make sure to follow at bet my bookie on twitter they personally respond to every single mention and dm not to mention they've given away more than ten thousand dollars in free money to their followers this football season you'll be the first to know as soon as new Odds and props are posted. Don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year. Log on to MyBookie right now and use promo code PAT and get 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code PAT. You play, you win, you get paid. And when you get paid, you need to take care of yourself. And there's one company that takes care of all of your needs in the bathroom, and that's Dollar Shave Club. I love that Dollar Shave Club has everything I need to look, feel, and smell my best. What I love even more is the fact that I never have to go to a store. Hate that. Everybody knows I'm a homebody. Hate the goddamn store. That's because one, DSC delivers everything I need right to my door, and two, they keep me fully stocked on what I use so I don't run out. Here's how it works. Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to get ready no matter what you're getting ready for. They have you covered from head to toe for your hair, your skin, your face, you name it, they have it. And they have this new program where they automatically keep you stocked up on the products that you use. You determine what you want and when you want it, and it shows up right at your door. From once a month to once every six months, it's all all up to you. Plus, with their handsome discount, the more you buy, the more you save. Mm-hmm. And right now, they've got a bunch of starter sets you can try for just $5, like their oral care kit. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular price. So what are you waiting for? Get your starter set for just $5 right now at dollarshaveclub.com slash America. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash America. Welcome to the show. It is Tuesday, November 13th, and I'll tell you what, we got a heater for you. I sat in this studio for three hours and had the boys come and go as they please. We had conversations about everything from the NFL to me getting slaughtered by my bookie this weekend with my gambling situations to A.Q. Shipley talking about big Quentin Nelson uh, doing the screaming pool that you had to have seen a video of from this past weekend. We talk about college basketball. We talk about 
everything, even the PSU Jerry Sandusky scandal. Go ahead and stick around for that one. You're going to enjoy it. We appreciate you so much for fucking with us. Tell your friends if you've enjoyed the show. And right now, if you hear this, go ahead and tweet at Ty Schmidt, at Evan Foxy, and at myself, and tell us exactly what you are wanting for Christmas. Whoever has the most hilarious response to a gift that they're looking for for Jesus' birthday, or Hanukkah, or... Kwanzaa. Or whatever the Mormons celebrate. Mm -hmm. Or whatever the Scientologists celebrate. Or any of the other religions. You send us what you're looking to get this holiday season. And if you make us laugh, there's a good chance you can win some merch. We got merch coming out on Black Friday that you're going to love. Other than that, thank you so much for fucking with us. I hope you have an incredible Tuesday. Let's get this thing started. All right. I've been joined by Diggs and Zito. Mm-hmm. Ty, Foxy, and Gator are in the back. Uh, Zito, you look fantastic. Thank you very much. New shirt. I like that shirt a lot. Yeah, I think it was like on like the the mannequin where they like the Jordan section. Uh, I don't know if it was. I think it was. What do you mean? What are you saying, Diggs? I like it a lot. He's wearing a uh, t-shirt hoodie, basically. That's a Jordan t-shirt hoodie, and on the back it just says a bunch of things about the Jordan brand, mm -hmm. basically. I just don't. I don't like the placement of the Jordan on the front. Well, I, it's it's definitely like a f high fashion hipster shirt that you wouldn't <laughs> expect Zito to wear, but right. I think you look good. Fifty nine nine. You went home this weekend. Yep. How was it? I went home for my uh, sister's uh, baby shower. Oh, that's beautiful. That's oh, it was six hours long. It's not beautiful. Is that not what I, I don't? Or do do dudes go to baby showers? If your family, yeah, I think it was your your sister. What's that? I think if it's a, if it's your sister, you go. Really? Because uh -huh. I don't think I've ever been to a baby shower. Now that I think about it, I don't get invited to a lot of things. So if you think about it too, so I was like sitting there for like six hours, <laughs> and I like was starting to think, and I was like, we're here to celebrate like my sister like having sex <laughs> successfully, successfully, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the other times that she's been. <laughs> Fucking around. Weird. It was all practice for this particular one time yeah. where the old baby ended up in there. And that was weird for you? It was really weird to think about that. Yeah. I said, when did, at what hour did you start thinking that? Four and a half. Four and a half hours in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was literally, it was just after like the lunch came in and I was like eating and I was looking around. It was like all ladies there. I'm like, these guys are just celebrating my sister having sex. Those fucks. <laughs> I was so mad. Did you tell her that? No, I could have never told her that. So you just let it out here? Yeah, this is like the spot I let, let go. I saw, therapy. I saw a picture of your mom on Instagram. She yeah. does not deserve any of the things <laughs> that pink eye Nick says to her. That's why he has pink eye. That is. It's yeah, that's all karma. It's karma. Yeah, absolutely. The Bears look like they're a good football team, too. Really good. Khalil Mack came back. That's got to be exciting, huh? The guy took four weeks off, got a couple sacks real quick. They're really good on defense. They I, are. I think that was like the best case scenario. Just let them rest mm -hmm. for almost like three weeks. Mm -hmm. I don't trust them on offense, but they're really good on defense. <laughs> yeah, it was a huge football weekend. Mm -hmm. I I got slaughtered. I also got this slaughtered. Is my biggest, this is my biggest loss I've ever had in my history of sports gambling. Wow. Really? I was on a heater, too. I really thought my brain could do no wrong. Yep. You know what got me, though? Huh? Kansas City Chiefs not having a money line. They didn't, just didn't have one because the spread was too high? Yeah, there was no money line for the Kansas City Chiefs. Normally, that's where I start my gambling day on my bookie. Mm -hmm. I go right to the Kansas City Chiefs money line, no matter what it is. Uh -huh. I'm like, boom, there's a start. There's a W to start. And then it kind of just gets me in a good rhythm. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'd rely on player props. 
Oh, that I thought were locks. <laughs> that I thought were locks. And no, no, no. I thought the Arizona Cardinals were going to double up Tyreek Hill, get Patrick Peterson and Antoine Bethea maybe mm. on a cover numbers up. They chose not to do that. So Tyreek Hill took all the receptions from <laughs> Travis Kelsey, who I thought was going to get a bunch. I, I bet on Patrick Mahomes. I won those. Mm. But I was in a bad, bad, bad. The, the Patriots money line, too, got me. I mean, that's everybody told me when you're betting on money lines, Pat, it's going to get you. It's going to get you, Pat, when you bet on these money lines. All you need is one underdog to win and it's over well it fucking got me <laughs> and it came in the form of the tennessee titans at a minus like 500 i think or a mi- minus two maybe 230 or two it was some it was huge i lost a lot of money on that oh, no. then i tried to make up for it sunday night football no big deal philadelphia eagles will definitely handle business against the dallas cowboys they'll definitely score more than 27 and a half as well at home prime time football carson wentz is back jack golden tate's in the locker room here we go nope what the fuck happened <laughs> <laughs> We're 10 weeks in, and the teams that will fuck you are those middle-of-the-road teams. Like You don't know if they're good or they're bad, and they'll, they'll upset people. They'll lose to teams they shouldn't. It's a recipe for disaster. I I got also cleaned out. I, I mean, I got uh, – Diggs, you put a tweet out that was hysterical. You said Sunday morning you got to check your credit. Oh, the bank account? Yeah, you said you have to check your bank account like you're checking your grades or something. Like, yeah, I like that a lot. It's never going to be good, but it's something you kind of have to know to see yep. how you did. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Monday morning, <laughs> I had to go check <laughs> to see how I did. And I was like, oh, my God, I got decapitated like the, in the sports gambling. The business. Browns fucking blown out. The Falcons destroyed me. I took Browns plus five and a half. I did. I don't like the Falcons much. I saw Matt Ryan throw a Hail Mary against us, and he was 25 yards short. And I was, ever since then, I just have no faith in the guy. I don't know well, why. I didn't know that fucking Baker woke up feeling dangerous. I had no idea. If I sure, knew that. Buy the merch. Mm-hmm. But it might not be for sale anymore. We might have got cease and desist. But yesterday, we had an incredible merch. Uh, really, really good shirt. Really, really good shirt. And a good mug. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we just call it limited time edition? Limited time. Or limited edition. Sweater until it gets cease and desist. Yeah, so don't ever say it's cease and desist. You know, I got a lot of people telling me, like, did you give Baker your cut? His cut. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, but I kind of feel as if we should send him something. He's fine. We should send him a sweater. Yeah, send him a sweatshirt. He did just sign for like 17 million. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He's in a really good spot. I appreciate, but he did give us some real ammo there with that incredible quote. I feel like he knew it too. As soon as he said it, he got that little. Oh, yeah, yeah, he knew. And it's an incredible quote too. I woke up feeling dangerous, bro. That's a wrestling line. The media with their fucking laughs, like, what does that mean? I hate local fucking Antonio media. Brown does too, bro. He came into the stadium flipping him off and then ran over some security. Well, yeah, the, the, well, Pittsburgh is the worst local media. And Antonio Brown was just excited to go to the game. That's, that's all he was. He just wanted to get in there. Yeah. No. What are your takeaways from the NFL Week 10, Dix? Uh, my takeaways is that Aaron Donald is an absolute animal, and he's the least likely person that I would want to meet in the back alley. Out of all the humans on Earth? All the humans on NFL Earth. Aaron Donald more so than anybody else. Yes. It used to be James Harrison, but he's retired. That video of Aaron Donald putting his helmet on with no shoulder pads, going to war with old Cuzzy Britt, I believe, from Seattle yes. Seahawks, number mm-hmm. 68. It was He dapped up a guy, too. Yeah. He dapped up the Seahawks. D-line was like, what's up, Cuz? Hold up. Yeah, I'll talk to you in a second. I got to go beat up one of your old guys. <laughs> and then walked right into the middle of him and grabbed a guy by his face mask. We're not talking about a little human. We're talking about like a six foot seven NFL offensive lineman. Grabs him by his face mask. And like I don't know what he told him, but I assume it, it, it rhymed with go luck yourself. I, I, I don't 
he didn't have any pads on, and he just had like his Under Armour type thing on, and you could just see every. Mu- he doesn't have any fat on him. He's definitely I don't know three percent body fat as a defensive lineman. He's so good at football too. That guy. He's unbelievable. That's why I, him and him and Sue. That's why I feel like that team's tough to beat because if so they want to turn it on, like that's why I was so confused by the Saints. Now, granted, the Saints though, uh, they might the, the conspiracy. Really fucking good. They they look unbelievable. But don't they just signed Brandon Marshall, so <laughs> we'll see if. Drew Brees' voodoo is stronger than the Brandon Marshall curse. Do you think it is or no? Um, I think they're going to get in the playoffs. I think Brandon they Marshall have to lose out to not get in the playoffs. Brandon Marshall, 11 years in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. And never made an appearance in the uh, playoffs? Correct. I can't, I Pro Bowler, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he, he's, a, he's a top five receiver for a long, long time. They signed Dez. Dez tears his Achilles. That's terrible, by the way. Yeah, all the Saints were treating him like he died. I think they want him to come back next year. I think they yeah, want him. Sean on Payton the, did say he wants him back. Yeah, they want him to stay on the Saints again for next season. They're like, yeah, this is all a recruiting ploy by mm-hmm. the Saints. Like, yeah, we want him back on our team. That Achilles comes out of nowhere, by the way. That really is sniper on the roof. I think ah. it's probably the worst injury you could possibly have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that like six it, months? Too? It just feels no. It's longer. I think it's longer than, than that. Yeah, it's like oh. nine Closer to a year for yeah. the longest. Yeah. Comes out of nowhere too. It. I watched Vic Ballard. It happened to yeah. Vic Ballard in a practice. That's when it rolls up, right? It happened to uh, a receiver in the Packers-Dolphins game, too. He was just, like, real quick, and you could tell right away he's done for. It's a real sniper on the roof. Mm-hmm. I had one season where my left Achilles was hurting me bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Every time I planted, it hurt. Uh-huh. And I would, like, have the conversation with the athletic trainers. I'm like, is this thing just going to fucking pop out of nowhere? Is uh, this going to happen? They're like, no, we think you just have, like, a little bruising around okay. it. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay. That makes <laughs> me feel real good. Every time I would go run for a kickoff, I'm like, well, this could be it right here on the plant. And I'd kick. I'm like, thank God. And I took, like, two months off, and I started doing all these exercises uh-huh. trying to strengthen up my Achilles. There's no strengthening your Achilles. It either happens or it mm-hmm. doesn't. That's why people saying, like, Des Bryant comes in out of shape. It's like that, the Achilles is hard to keep in shape. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you do, you know? It's it's a shame. Also from the, the Ram-Seahawks game, I don't understand why everyone's giving balls to fucking Floyd Mayweather. Because he looks like a kid. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe give it to the fifth grader. <laughs> the fifth grader who's like 10, 10 rows to the left who can maybe, I don't know, read or something like that. Like Did you guys... Uh, wow, Diggs <laughs> taking a shot at his uh, literacy. What's up, Foxy? Did you guys see at the end when they won the game, they clinched the game, they showed McVay in a slow-mo like, Let's go, mother yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. so He's awesome. He was real excited to get that win. Real He's excited. The man. I'm, I'm a big Sean McVay fan. I like the Rams. Also, man, McVay, Phillips, Goff, I believe, they all got kicked out of their houses yeah, in yeah. L.A. Yeah. Dude, that shit's insane. Oh, Scary, man. Crazy. Now, in the Bible, right, they mm-hmm. say the world's going to burn down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, pretty much. It's a scary thought because Gerard Butler took a picture of his house. That was wild. Completely burnt down. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it until you put a face to the... Right. Whenever they're burning Napa Valley, I'm not a huge wino, so I don't follow a lot of people maybe that are up in Napa Valley where those fires happen. But I've you do see the people that are in L.A. You see them all over your timeline everywhere. And whenever they're just like Whitney Cummings, Mm -hmm. comedian, Sam's a big fan of hers. She was walking around Malibu, like trying to get animals out, like Mm -hmm. free animals. And there was just houses and barns just burnt to the crisp. Like we're talking $20 million houses just burnt down to nothing. Is there no warning at all? It just happens? I don't think you can stop it either. I I, I think it's so fast. Like uh, they were saying, like it jumped the highway pretty much. I think for some reason, it was 60 something 60 in my head, 60 something. A minute or a second. I was 60 seeing, yards a second, maybe? I was seeing 800 yards a minute. Oh I thought God. I saw. Yeah, something like that. that means. The, the, the fire is just moving. 
Just moving. They How, said, well, it all depends on the wind. Yeah. But and apparently there was a town too, uh, Paradise, California. Mm-hmm. Whole town's gone now. The entire town burned down. That's a fucking insane. And there's nothing you could do about it. Wow. Nothing you know. Wade Phillips' house is burnt down. Let's assume. I I don't know that. But <laughs> to be able to handle that, especially McVeigh, who's like 32 years old, head right. coach, mm-hmm. having that type of handle, plus a community presence, right? The LA Rams are LA's team, mm-hmm. so you are expected to be a representative of the city whenever that thing happens. And I think they handled it very well, very much. T's and P's to Los Angeles. We're yep. going out yeah. there this week. Yeah, we'll be there Fox tomorrow. and I are flying out there this week, mm-hmm. and it's like. I, I wish I could go and help somehow. I have no idea how I help. I don't think I don't think I'm the right guy to go in there and help, but it's like such a sad situation that you watch from afar. You're like, mm. there's nothing we can do no. here. Nothing. You just have to let it take its course pretty much. Nothing. It's like watching Andy Dalton try to take on <laughs> Drew Brees. <laughs> hey, the Saints were unbelievable. So good. I thought they were going to have a let-up game. That one didn't work either. Thomas Morstead, zero punts. Zero punts. Did you ever do that? No. <laughs> I never did. Really? Everybody told me I was going to, too, because Hunter Smith had like three straight games whenever he was punting for the Colts. Mm-hmm. That Peyton, When I got there, Peyton's offense slowed down a little bit. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know what it was. I yeah. think they, they wanted to showcase me, which is very nice <laughs> of them. But I asked um, I asked Thomas Morstead, I sent him a quote. I said, any quotes about the no punt game in Cincy? He goes, nothing that will make a headline. Just love this team. Been fun this season and last season. What a fucking boring quote. Yeah. <laughs> I love Thomas. He's probably the best pure punter in the game. Mm-hmm. But he hit, a lot. He, yeah, he had to get him off a of six, too. Laces were at mm-hmm. six. He flipped those around to uh, nine. Yep, nine o'clock, which was a good hold. I was waiting for the whole, uh, the announcers, the commentators, to say something about that. Did they? About it. Well, they were making fun of him for not punting, and then he went out there and held, and a ball was snapped right at six, and he moved it to nine. I thought they were going to say, well, yes, get the laces all the way to four. It's like, no, nah, nah, actually, just getting it off the foot is mm-hmm. a successful story there. That's the long snapper's job. The long snapper's job is not to snap the laces straight back. I think I'm going to start telling people, I hope you kick the laces, by the way. <laughs> I think it's going to be like a shot I'm going to start taking to people. You know, somebody says something like yep. Sam Roberts at the NXT like takeover. It. He says something, I'll be like, I hope you kick the laces. <laughs> How about the brown spotter, that commercial? Oh, electric city, isn't it? <laughs> if, if I ever go to Cleveland, I'm using solar power home. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it's called, it's incredible. The Cleveland Browns look like a good football team. Got the whole week off from old head coach Greg Williams. That's awesome. Good for uh, them. Chiefs, Tyreek Hill going on the stands, operate the camera. Awesome. I thought it was genius. If it's that genius, I don't think you should get a penalty. No, the refs should have respect for that. It's genius. How The refs are allowed to make judgment calls on mm-hmm. whether or not somebody lowers their head. The refs are allowed to make judgment calls on everything. How can the refs not make a judgment call in a celebration and be like, yeah, yeah like him going is. into the stands to film his players, his teammates celebrating his touchdown? Genius. Genius. You could literally add that to his resume now. Yes. Camera operator camera in the operator, NFL? Yes. Yeah. CBS NFL camera <laughs> operator. Mm-hmm. That got on the air, by the way. More than probably anybody else's game. Yes. Also, shout out Tyler Allen for the brand guy right in the middle of the show. It was. Yeah. It was a perfect shot. Perfect. uh, Perfect. We're sending him a bunch of merch. Yep. He was fired up. Yeah. We're sending him a bunch. He sent me a picture, I guess, before the game. Yeah. Yeah. That he was going in. He's not even a Kansas City fan. He had had the red shirt. That's what it was like in that, that post. Really? His wife is the fan. Who's he a fan of? I don't know. I actually don't. I did see his address wasn't anywhere near Kansas City, so I was confused. As he well. should be a Kansas City Chiefs fan after this. He's mm-hmm. in the middle of one of the best celebrations in Kansas City Chiefs history. Yeah. That was absolutely fucking awesome. I still don't know what state Kansas City's in. So is that uh, Missouri? Missouri, or? Missouri. Yeah, but yep. we looked it up. So they're the Kansas City, Missouri Chiefs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 
Thought so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When he first did that and swung it, I thought he was putting the viewfinder on the For the Brand shirt. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, we're about to get it on national TV. <laughs> Tyreek! Tyreek! Zoom in! <laughs> Zoom in! I liked it a lot. Tyreek Hill, they're finding ways to just give him the ball. It's insane. They they did more end arounds and more. Oh, yeah. He, he runs backwards. And then, then it's like a kid on a playground mm-hmm. with other children that are younger than him. That is what Tyreek Hill looks like. He runs backwards and then around and then just does it. He had a six-yard gain that he might have ran 400 yards. <laughs> he the might, right flat, the one in the right flat. Yeah, yeah, where he was just running. He is the most explosive player to ever come into the NFL. I've been saying it for literally years. The most explosive player to ever come into the NFL. Like a light switch can just change the game anytime mm-hmm. you want. He gets in a phone booth. He can get out of it. He is insanely talented, and he brought the For the Brand shirt right on national Yeah, team. yeah, he's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. And the, the last game I want to talk about was the, uh, the Colts game. And the reason why Let's I go, wanted- Ebron, fucking animal, bro. I'm happy for him. I'm oh, over the Detroit. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy for him. Didn't work in Detroit. Glad it's working. Because I w- when we drafted him, everyone hated the pick. And I was one of the guys, a Lions fan that's very positive. I'm like, guys, give him some a time. A Lions fan that's very positive. Yeah, what a paradox. <laughs> there are none out there. Okay. Uh, and uh, now he's doing but so well. He's crushing. He's right. crushing. destroying it. Yeah, what, three touchdowns this weekend? Yeah. yeah. Luck's thrown three <laughs> touchdowns in the last, like, fucking five games. He looks like he's unstoppable right now. And he hasn't been sacked in the last three games, which is wild. Quentin. Nelson, big Q. Okay, this is why I brought Zito in here. Okay, good. Okay. <clears throat> so Zito, this is this is why Zito is the absolute best. He writes a blog all about linemen not getting enough credit. We're blogging now, by the way. Mm-hmm. We're bloggers. Okay, and this is Zito's blog. Disclaimer, I'm not made for the blogging world. I was sitting in my sister's baby shower watching football highlights on my phone. By the way, which we learned is just a celebration of his sister getting pork. Correct. Yep. <laughs> and was thinking you never see any recognition for linemen. The news outlets always talk about the glorified positions, but not the players who protect all of the star players, in quotations. This is like reading somebody's essay, by the way. I'm, <laughs> I'm putting my foot down and will start weekly awards for the best lineman of the week. From Zito. That's the best I can do to put the gridiron tent trench crew on the pedestal where they belong. Yep. First nominee... Quentin Austin. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get his name wrong? Uh, it's spell check. Fucking Quentin Austin. <laughs> Nelson goes to Austin? Uh, something's wrong with Mac. The most Zeno thing of all time is he's going to highlight the best <laughs> lineman of the week because they're not represented enough. And he spells it, not even spells it, Quentin Austin is his name, not Quentin Nelson. That's incredible. Someone said Austin Powers or something. It was in my head. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. The most Zeno thing of all time. I fucking pissed myself. I'm going to bring attention it. to these guys <laughs> who get disrespected on daily. I'm going to call this guy by the wrong <laughs> fucking name. Unbelievable. Not even close. I yeah. did that with a For the Brand video yesterday. Big Q does not deserve that, by the way. Bro, no, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah by the way, we do not want to offend that guy. <laughs> not want Anybody that's screaming around like a lunatic. What the fuck I'm is talk- he screaming for? We got a conversation with AQ Shipley here in a couple of minutes. Going to ask if that's a normal thing for him to be no. screaming like that, coming around, the pulling around and just killing that poor guy. Church had no idea. I put out a tweet. Poor Barry. We played against him. Barry Church from Penn Hills. Yeah. I feel bad for him. 
I feel bad for all of them, by the way. I put the tweet out that was a real thing. Like, I have no idea how these guys do this for a fucking living. I have no clue how they do it for a living. I made that one tackle in Sunday Night Football mm-hmm. against Hall. I was sore for four days after that. Four fucking days. <laughs> one tackle. Four. Couldn't even get up. These guys just get into car crash after car crash after car crash after car crash. And then they just got to get up and do it again. And get up and do it again. And you get paid grossly for it, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how their bodies handle it i have no idea i I said earlier i think barry i think he was in your class so he's probably been in the league probably eight nine years like that may that hit that hit like that may may you think make you think in the offseason like hey man maybe this isn't enough like maybe this is enough for me maybe i'm done (laughs) it's especially with the internet now the internet is showcasing that Mm -hmm. everywhere that thing has been seen by millions Mm -hmm. and millions of people right i don't know if this might be the thing that Barry Church calls it quits on. I, I would. I would. Strictly because that could happen again. Seriously, there's no reason to keep playing. That, that could happen again. I always thought about that when I was jogging down the field, like covering <laughs> kicks. I was like, it ain't giving them one of these dudes who are a much better athlete and much more angry than me could just turn around and say they want to block me. Yes. And at any given moment, they could do that and just fucking ruin everything I got going in my life. My brain, my face, my legs, my body, my soul. <laughs> in your head, though, you can't retire after that, though, because it'd be like, oh, Quinn Nelson knocks him out of the league. No, no, no. He's not going to retire like tomorrow. I'm just saying like during no. the offseason. He, he, uh, after the season commences? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Recuperates? Nope. Nope. That's not it. It's not a new blogger. I, 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 I always thought commences was yeah, it's like start, start, start yeah. yeah, so we were both wrong. Uh, After the season <laughs> comes to an end. Yeah, but a nicer way to say it, a more educated way to say it. After this season concludes. Yeah. There it is. Ah, the sun sets. What about like graduation commencements though? That's the end. Nah, but it's the beginning of. Ah. Your, I don't know. I felt Every so confident. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, whenever this season ends, though, Jacksonville Jaguars have grossly underperformed, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So let's assume morale is going to be low. Marone might be gone. That team might be in a full rebuild for yep. a guy that's in his 10th, 11th year. He's also going to have his friends be like, yo, also remember <laughs> when. Ah! <laughs> you know, it could be a real. I thought you were moment. saying like Vontae Davis, just call it quits right there. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about it, but that big motherfucker just ran me. Out. Did you hear him screaming? No, he was screaming the whole time. He came around here, You want me to play what second half? No, 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 no. I was thinking about never again. He's been training hard, Vontae. Really? His Instagram. Come I follow. Him, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. His IG story is him training and eating healthy and all this. Sh- I'm like, what are you doing? What are we doing? If you quit on one team, are you allowed to come back on another that season? I don't know. Because I assume they cut him. Yeah, away they release, yeah I guess right? if they release him. They release him. Are you? What a wild play if everybody starts doing this. <laughs> everybody starts doing Brandon Marshall doesn't like the first quarter with the Saints. Quits, comes back, maybe fourth <laughs> quarter. Comes back. <laughs> you guys need me again? Let's renegotiate. You need me for the fourth quarter? Need a couple of mm-hmm. downfield targets? Here we go. Let's renegotiate. Good for Vontae. He could start for the Packers right now. Vontae Davis? Yeah. Tomorrow. How'd the Packers do this weekend? They oh. played the, the Dolphins. So, I mean, they beat the shit out of Fuck, them. Fuck, I took Brock, o- Brock Osweiler plus eight and a half, by the way. Really? Speaking of that, can I give my award? I have no idea why <laughs> I did that. Just strictly because of this award. I have no idea why I put any money on the Miami Dolphins. That's how bad of a weekend I had. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm telling you, not having a Kansas City Chiefs money line completely, it, it just... It, it, it fucked it, you. It did. It ruined well, me. Well, you might have been okay on their first possession. They got down to the red zone, and then he fumbled I, the shotgun <laughs> snap. And that's that was pretty much the end of it. That 
that's when I said, uh, I see old rocket ships doing his yep. thing in Lambeau then, whenever he just fumbled the snap. And then at the end of the first half, he just completely airmailed um, Devontae Parker. Yeah. It was wide open. Could have got a split on that Eagles game, too, whenever I yeah. doubled down on everything. Here's their last play. They scored a touchdown there. Let's assume they go for two. Mm-hmm. That's 28 points. The over would have hit for mm-hmm. the team over instead of 27 and a half. Yeah, it's tough. Okay, so this week's Klaus and Tebow, Gabbard, Sanchez, Shaw, Boss, Wilder, Leaf, Russell, Dilfer, Bowler, Liner, Winky, Harrington, Carr, Couch, Peterman, Award of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> also, RIP Nathan Peterman. He didn't need to be done like that this weekend. Fuck Bro. Barkley just comes in throwing passes to offensive linemen for touchdowns. Real quick, I take back saying that I think Alabama could beat the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> They could definitely beat the Jets, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go back to your Um I got so, a lot of heat on the internet, by the way, for that. A lot of, I had text messages from old teammates. Hey, Pat, let's at least be educated. That's not what this life is about, always. You know? Darius Butler told me to write down, write down the top five players on each team on mm-hmm. a piece of paper, and then we'll just start there. And then go ahead and go six to ten and then see how you feel. And I wrote down, I was like, Tua? <laughs> Judy? Of course, that guy's really good. I don't know who the running back is. He's solid. Uh, uh, okay, let's go to the Bills now. <laughs> and I was done. I was like, ah, you're right. Okay, I'll go fuck myself. But the Jets, I don't know. Jets are in a rough spot. Let's add Darnold to this award here if he keeps going, man. Yeah, and he didn't even play this week. I know, uh, but it's a shame. His re- McCown just got His crushed. replacement, uh, McCown, is on the list. I forgot. That's on me. Sorry Two about interceptions. That. 35 quarterback rating, not great. Josh Rosen, two interceptions, 50 quarterback rating, not great. Brock and Derek Carr are up for the third spot in this award um, because Brock didn't have a great game. Derek Carr, this is like the 17th time this year that I've seen him on third or fourth down. Just throw it, not even just just give up because he doesn't want to get hit. He's the he's the he's given up right on the right. They've all given up on Noel Gruden. But I think I'm going to go out on a limb here because sometimes we record this on Monday. Right now, this is Monday. I have a very strong feeling that Eli's going to win the war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to give it to Eli right now. Who are we betting on in I last night's game? No, I need to make up I, some big money. Gun to my head. They have like far inferior talent. But I think they're still trying, and I don't think the Giants are. I'm going to go with... Nick Mullins and the San Francisco 49ers. Where's it at? Is it it's in, in San Fran? It's in San Fran. Oh, you got the the boosted juice of them playing for State of California. True. Oh, oh. how about Odell though being back in California? Mm-hmm. That's the issue. He said he wanted out in New York. He wants back in California. Maybe he wants to put on a show. But he to do that, he needs another guy to put on a show, mm-hmm. and that would be the guy that uh, the, the the other one. The, the Giants. Manning. The Giants still have the same offensive line too. So. so we're hammering the Niners? They're covering and the over? I do like the over, I think. It's 45. Okay, so there we go. We're making up okay. for the big weekend. All right, everybody, let's fucking do it. Everybody gets to hear what we just did. We just made a big comeback here. The worst weekend of our life has just changed on Monday Night Football because of Nick fucking Mullins, <laughs> a guy that I didn't even know existed one week ago. Nope, had no idea. But now we're rolling the dice. This I'm going to parlay the fucking Niners and the over. People are listening to this right now and goes, you're they're saying like you're completely wrong or completely right. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, yeah. Either. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, That's what they're thinking right this now. Is live radio. Minus three and a half, San Francisco. Yep. We think they're gonna win that? Oh wait, you got it at a half now? Buy that point down to a three. All for right. sure. It's don't don't let that hook fuck you over. And it's forty five for the over under. Yeah, yeah. Is that not what I said? Twenty four San Francisco 49ers over over under. Twenty four. Mm. It's got 
I think they're going to go over. I think so, too. $1,000 on that. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. All right. Look for a friend of the show, George Kittle. They have a big night. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm going prop bets, too. Bump. I'm and going prop bets on him. What's that? What'd you say, you? Yeah, the McAfee bump on Kittle and the Niners. The whole team comes into play. Yeah, Kittle's really feeling himself right now. Mm-hmm. Kittle's feeling himself for sure. As long as Saquon and Odell like, don't go off for some reason. Excuse me? Huh? We, we don't need that. <laughs> no, no, no. George Kittle, total receptions, five and a half, over, under. Over. Yeah. I said Kelsey was going to get six. I think he Man, picked up two. That one's tough. Uh, George Kittle, total receiving yards, over, under, 65 and a half. Over. Over for sure. <laughs> over for sure. Let's go. I love this. Oh, I love this. God, what a fucking terrible week. And this football. is why uh, gambling sites are make a lot of money. <laughs> they well, Vegas made all their money back this week. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they knew it too. They, <laughs> yeah, they had a rough one. They had a rough one the week before. They're like, all right, boys, now it's time to really tighten. That just up. means people have more money to fucking blow <laughs> next week and confidence. Yep. All right, shout out to the San Francisco 49ers getting us back on track. That's very nice of them. Uh, another NFL week. We'll. Start on Thursday. Who we got on Thursday? Anybody know? Packers, Seahawks in Seattle. Okay, Seahawks about to just blow. Oh, what do we think is going to happen? Replacement ref game. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get a line on that. We might as well make a pick while we're here. The Packers get their hearts broken damn near every time they play in Seattle, so uh, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) How are the Packers? Pretty good or what? Uh, I I don't know. Yesterday's it's hard to take anything out of yesterday's game. Like Brock Osweiler fucking sucks. <laughs> I mean, he's just terrible. Still like still quarterback in the NFL, by the way. Yeah, crazy, Un- unbelievable. But well, like they they had to win that game by like twenty one points. If they didn't, it you know, I mean, then I, they are I, ass. Tweet us, tell us how we did on our gambling. Uh, tell us why the Packers could possibly be good, and also uh, send us your opinions. Maybe we'll read them on Thursday's show. Uh, very much appreciate Diggs and Zito coming in here. Ty and Foxy are the best. Bailey as well. The conversation continues. What's going on, guys? Did you see that Quentin Nelson video? Did you hear him screaming? Is that normal? Is there a lot of offensive linemen that just run around with CTE screaming? You know, it's funny. I, was, I asked somebody today if I do that when I play. Do you? And they said no. Yeah, I, I was. Think it's very normal. I don't think it's normal either. I would be terrified. That guy's got. I think. I think. He's, I think. I mean, guy's pretty good at football, though. He's a really good football player. They're calling him the best guard in the league. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know about that, but hey, I heard somebody say it. People were saying best guard in the league. Now he's a top ten pick. They're going to say that for ten years, whether he's good or bad. That's what they do for at least at least four. <laughs> I smell a little hater. I smell a little hater. I mean, let's not forget Zach Martin, Marshall Yonda. There's some really good football players at the guard position these days. Uh, I forgot about Yonda. That's kind of the end all be all right there. And Zach Martin at eighty percent, by the way. Chris Collinsworth told me better than everybody else in the league. Chris Collinsworth told me that. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty good, and he's tough as nails. You see him? I thought. I thought that was it last night. He came back in like a, a two drives later. Yeah, it was insane. I would have quit probably. I did actually. That's what I would have done if I was him. <laughs> I so that is not normal. There's people saying that that is normal because I think people think of offensive linemen like movie offensive linemen. I, I don't think they think about real life offensive linemen where there's little little soft little souls inside of each one of you, and all you're doing is hand to hand combat to feed your family, and all you do is trying to protect your quarterback for the better of the team, and you guys care about others way more than you care about yourself, 
in. And you wouldn't yell and scream like that. You're actually very smart and civilized humans. I'd like to know how movie offensive linemen are portrayed. Meathead, no, no. idiots, you know it. Meatheads, <laughs> fucking dummies. We've played with a, uh, an offensive lineman who was a movie offensive lineman. You and I both. It, it's it's just meathead city, everybody thinks. I think that's what people think. I think I know who you're talking about. Oh. Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, he's a movie offensive lineman. He's a meathead. Mike McGlynn. Mike McGlynn is a full-on movie offensive lineman. He's a hysterical human being. He's a meathead. He's willing to do whatever. He'll throw his face in front of a train if he had to. Yeah, he's throwing haymakers every play. Every play. He's That's what I'm saying. Quentin Nelson running around screaming like that. I think that was a movie offensive line thing, but it was so incredibly scary to think about Barry Church having to sit there a, and take it. heck of a collision. Oh. Quite a collision. Quite Bad look for Pittsburgh. Bad look for Pittsburgh. Barry Church, East Hills of Pittsburgh. Penn Hills guy. Yep, Penn Hills guy. Wasn't good. Man, that, yeah, that was, I mean, trust me. I mean, that, that's probably the talk of the league right now because everybody was talking about it in our locker room today. Really? Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, man, did you see that Quentin Nelson video? Yeah. Guy's a, guy's a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> he really is, though. That was insane to me. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was that was a pretty impressive impressive collision, no doubt about that. Uh NFL everybody pulls, right? There's a center pull, there's a guard pull, there's a tackle pull. Everybody pulls, right? Yeah, guards guards get the best type of pulling because they're the ones usually like if a center pulls or a tackle pulls, usually we're pulling perimeter. Um guards get to pull down the line, they get to trap ends, they get to trap defensive tackles and they get to pull around for middle linebackers. So they get they get all the collision pulls. Guards have to be mobile though. They have to be able to run. Yeah, they yeah, that's I mean that's eighty percent of their job. They're either pulling out, blocking a middle linebacker on an outside play, pulling around, blocking a middle linebacker on a power play, or pulling down the line, kicking out a defensive end on a rap play, or pulling down the line and kicking out a defensive tackle on a trap play. You said pulling out, you refuse to do that. You have a baby. How's that going? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand that pulling out thing. Yeah, really? go ahead and deliver the seed. Got a beautiful baby girl out of it. Yeah, six month, six month checkup today. She's doing great. It's awesome. She's almost crawling. It's getting close. Whoa! What's it going to be, Dada or Mama or Pop Pat? They say they they say Dada usually because that's just like I don't even think they. Everybody's like, oh, does she said Dada? I think they're just, that's just like da 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 da. You know what I mean? And it, that, that's what I'm going to say. It was definitely dad, dad, right? Yeah, you got a stuttering kid? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what she does. <laughs> you think your daughter gets into Penn State? No way. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. She, hopefully she's smarter than me. You no think? Chance I, no chance I got in without football, right? No, no, you were a gift. You were a, they gifted the Shipley family uh, an opportunity to potentially earn a degree from Pennsylvania State University. Yeah. No chance I, I got in without. No chance I got in very many places without football. What was that guy's name? The guy uh, from Penn State that everybody knows, uh, mm. Jerry. Mm. Oh, Sandusky. With, Sandu yeah. Sa did Sandusky recruit you to Penn State or no? He was gone. You know this story. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. You know this story. He was gone in 1999. We got recruited and when? Well, I didn't get recruited. I mean, I did kind of, but nobody pulled the trigger because they won with somebody else. 2004. 2005 for me. Oh, yeah. Didn't redshirt. Gum is still around. Who? 
He was still around. Sandusky right? yeah. was still around. Still around. He lived in the town. Yeah, pretty town. influential person. Did you the ever, did you ever meet Sandusky? Yeah. Oh and, boy. I mean, and, in the locker room. No, in functions of his that benefited his foundation slash. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this from a real perspective. <clears throat> there was nothing anybody who played football at Penn State would have ever known about any of this situation, right? No. Coaches, too, or just the head coach, the McQuarrie and Paterno? you think any other coaches had any idea? They were probably shielded from it? No, I don't think any coaches knew. I honestly don't. I mean, I think they thought that, you know, he ran a foundation in town that was supposedly – benefiting underprivileged kids so everybody thought like to, to be honest and most people that thought of him were like oh my god he's doing so much great for great for the kids right that's why it was really? such a curveball that's why it was such a curveball because little did people know he was using that as a platform right yeah. so at the end of the day yeah when you came in contact with him you're like yeah he's a weird but what football coach isn't yeah i mean like you, you've been around thousands of weird football coaches a lot of weird there. football coaches out there right so you know it, it's like ah, he's just a goofball right, whatever okay keep it moving but then that kind of hits you from left field. It's like, whoa, that's. Should I take back everything I bad I say about your your cult that you're from? <laughs> yeah, I'd appreciate that. I don't know. It's tough with that coach. That head coach of yours is tough. <laughs> I think he's probably a nice guy. I mean, I don't big know. Big win versus Wisconsin, though. Big win. Big win. I like Trace McSorley a lot. I like the way that kid plays. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. There's a kid from Indianapolis, too, I think, on the team. I like him a lot. Tommy I get... Stevens, backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I think he... he he's intro... going to be an animal next year, I think. I think he is, too. I like. I actually like the way that team plays football. I like them a lot. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's... it's uh, you, you live and die by big plays that's that's what they are they, they're not a they're not gonna move the chains type offense you know what i mean it's not michigan that's gonna get you 38 40 minutes of time of possession and keep keep it moving right i mean they're wisconsin they're not gonna control the ball running the ball they're not gonna do that i mean it's you either make the big plays and trace mcsorley makes a ton of plays running the ball or it's feast or famine Cardinals, you guys, uh, Arizona Cardinals center, by the way, A.K. Shipley's on IR because he uh, tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. He's currently in rehab. They are not, was it ACL? ACL. You were, you were moving it like four days after surgery. So I, I tend to believe that this is all big foe, big fake. I don't think you actually tore your ACL because I don't think you should be as far back in recovery as you are. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm superhuman at times. Yeah, I know you would like to think that. I know that. Um, you have been on IR, though. They extended you another year. Cardinals walked into the biggest, what was it, spread, I think, in recent history, 17 and a half with the Chiefs. And you guys kept it close there for a little bit. Tyreek Hill really did well. Covered. We covered. We covered. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big win. It's a big win. Hey, Tyreek Hill is a different animal, man. Everybody everybody that was on the sidelines said the same thing. I mean, they said that it was uh, – they've never seen a human of any sorts change direction quite like that guy does he's in a phone booth and then he runs backwards and he, he ran like 240 yards for a six yard gain i watched it with my own eyes and he ran out of bounds <laughs> he didn't even get tackled he just chose to run out of bounds screen a little little swing pass to the right yep ben had him bottled up yep. 
backed up, heat belly flops, moves <laughs> around him, makes two people run into each other, yep. keeps it moving, and then, yeah, runs out of bounds, five-yard game. I thought Patrick Peterson and Antoine Bethea lock him up. I thought Travis Kelsey was going to have a big, 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 big day. I bet very heavily on him, and it turns out he did not, and Tyreek Hill had a huge day for you guys. Is Patrick Mahomes the truth? You think that offense looks good? You played for Andy Reid, didn't you? Yeah, Andy's smart. I mean, he's he's one of the few guys that's been able to, you know, it, you, look, you look around the league, the older type coaches, he's one of the few guys calling plays that has been able to evolve as the game has evolved. Oh, who are you talking about, like McCarthy? Yes. Hold no, on. No, uh, no, that was a setup for Ty Schmidt back in the back. He's agreeing. He hates Mike McCarthy. No, I'm just saying, it's like, it was really shotting the guy in Oakland, to be honest. But, oh, um, oh. <laughs> Put that on the bulletin board. <laughs> That's going to make the Raiders play harder against yeah. you because you said that, AQ. Yeah, keep it moving, right? No, but it's – I just think Andy's so smart. I think he's really, 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 really good at taking what college players do really well and kind of implementing that into current day offense. Do you think they beat the Rams or no? <sighs> That's gonna be that's gonna be a heck of a match. It's in Mexico too, bro. It's in Mexico. It's gonna be loco. I know the Rams. Uh, they just lost Cooper Cup. That's a big loss. It is. That white dude was a, making plays. That's a, he's a stud. I've watched him the last two years. I'm like that kid is really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, both really really good offenses. Both teams are giving up a ton of points though, so it's gonna be obviously high flung. I think I saw the over under set at what, like sixty three? Somebody somebody got that there? I have no idea. I did it was, yeah, it was, they said it was the highest in like uh like the modern NFL history or something like there that. There you are, you're on. Modern NFL history yeah, highest. I thought, I thought I thought I read that, yeah. I because mean, both teams are just putting up stupid points and giving up a decent amount of points. Neither team can stop the run really right now. Um Yeah, but are you putting dye in your beard? That looks good, though, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm starting to get grays, man. So am I. I just trimmed it down. I'm starting to get grays in my beard. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I want them all to come or not. I do. I think I want to go Bob Barker white. I want my hair to go Bob Barker white. I saw this thing on Facebook called Beardaments. Excuse me? This thing on Facebook I saw. It's called Beardaments. Okay. They're ornaments for your beard. <laughs> So I'm growing my beard out for Christmas so I can put ornaments in my beard. All right. Hey, Q, thanks for the conversation, bud. Hope the beardaments go great. Okay. Hope the ornaments go great. Hope the recovery goes well. What I, what we were going to originally talk about, I mean, that was a good conversation about that cult you're in and then a bunch of other stuff, too. So what were we going to talk about? Quentin Nelson, whether the, Quentin Nelson, whether or not that was normal. Not normal. I didn't think so. No, not normal, but... That guy, that guy, road grader, though, huh? Let's see if I can. Let's see if I'm a scout right now. Guy's a mauler. Works well in a phone booth. Mm-hmm. He's uh, got passion for the game. A lot of grit. Loves the game. Great puller. Loves to hit with his head. CTE definite. <laughs> High football IQ. Uh, he's white for sure. <laughs> <laughs> White in the NFL, it's the only way it happens. They all they all get labeled with the same stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lunch father was a coach at some point. Oh right? yes. First one in, last one out. Lunch yeah. pail guy. Real football guy. High motor. 
it's one of my favorite things to do when I'm the last guy there. I take a pic, I take a video of the parking lot and say "football guy." <laughs> First one in, last one out. Yeah, man. Real self hype for you. Oh, I love it. Hey, how is the mood over there in the Cardinals facility? Two and seven, not good. That isn't good. That's no fun at all. Everybody probably thinks their jobs are on the line. Hey, is Jordy Nelson retiring? Because I read that today. I think everybody's trying to get off the Raiders, yeah. I think everybody and their mom is trying to get off the Raiders. Bruce Irvin somehow was captain of the defense. He somehow got out of there. Now he's back in Atlanta. Uh, Jordy, Khalil, everybody's trying to get out of there, bro. Well, that'll help us. That'll help us if Jordy retires, I think, right? Are you guys playing the Raiders? We play the Raiders this week, yeah. Oh, my God. What is the spread going to be there? Probably a pick them. Yeah, it could be. I think I'd bet on the Cardinals. Did I see no somebody 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 who's who's your who's your stats guy there? Did I see Saints Eagles as a pick em this week as well? Diggs or Ty are probably uh the only people I know. Diggs would know this for sure. Yeah, I didn't see that. How could that be a pick em? Uh that's this is Vegas knowing something we don't know though, if yeah, that's the case. Because the Saint I, I hammered the Eagles on Sunday night, AQ. Hammered them. Lost so much money, it's unbelievable. Well, they just had a huge loss. Did you see that? Ronald Darby? Huge loss. I saw him go down in the game. He like covered for an extra two seconds after hurting his knee. Was it his knee? ACL. Fuck. That's a position, by the way. I don't know how they don't tear more shit. I don't know how corners' bodies can keep up with their reactions. Those dudes. Yeah, they they change. They change at a stupid amount of speed. Explosive too. It's not just like a casual change. It's like an explosive change. If I don't get out of my break right here, they're going to score a touchdown on us. It's like did that. You, did you ever watch the sports science on Saquon Barkley? Which I mean, he's a skilled guy, so I'm just, that's the only thing I'm kind of. I haven't seen Saquon Barkley. I've seen it Dwight for anyone though. <laughs> okay, so like they did like his change of Dwight direction. Hates it. They did like his change of direction, and something like when he plants to change direction, it's something like over two thousand pounds of force going into there. Whoa. Did you know they make up all those stats? That yeah, seems like a big lie to me. That seems like false news. Fake news. You just got fake news by sports science. I feel like sports science is all about fake news, right? (laughs) Dude, they said Dwight Franey's spin was similar of a ballerina or an ice skater, a figure skater. I ain't never seen anything like it. I almost lost my mind. I started dying laughing. I started dying laughing. Dwight Franey. It's hard to say because he, I mean, it's not like he's ever doing it stationary. It was always like using somebody else's momentum against them. Yeah, and he never had ice either. I mean, it's there's a lot of things that definitely help here. Razor blades on your feet. That's another thing that would help. <laughs> Man, that guy had a show for years, though. He's really rich, I would imagine, right? Who, sports science guy? Yeah. Yeah, John. and he just hustled ESPN into, like, a full-time yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. John Brinkus. Hey, switching, switching. I, I, I can't get this off my mind because I went, I went this weekend. Five-finger death punch concert. If you ever get a chance, it's maybe the most amazing thing. I've Who the seen. fuck's a five-finger? It's a great name for a band. Five-finger what? Death punch. Five finger death punch. Just a bunch of metal heads. Are you a metal guy? I didn't know that. That's like what I listen to before games, and this, that was like that's like the one band I listen to when I'm working out or good before games. And they were in Phoenix, and it was. I, I'm sending you a video. I'm sending you a video. Hold on. So metal is a bunch of white guys screaming and going real hard on a stage, right? Yeah. And that's what you went and watched. Oh, you got your rock horns there? Hook them. Hook them horns. Hook them horns. Hey, which leads us into our next conversation. Yeah. Zach Smith, Tom Herman. Oh, dude, did you see this shit erupt on the internet last night? 
Did you see the text message Tom Herman wrote back? Cool. Okay, or something. Okay, okay cool. Hook him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that Zach Smith guy was losing his yeah, shit. Yeah. That was insane. Zach Smith, assistant coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes, mm -hmm. formerly. The, his ex-wife is the one that um, Urban Meyer got suspended because mm -hmm. he knew about a domestic violence situation with his Zach Smith and his ex-wife. Zach Smith has found out that Tom Herman, also former Urban Meyer coach, is the one that ratted him out in an attempt to bury Urban Meyer. Not ratted him out, but exposed that the, the domestic violence happened to a media member so that he could bury Urban Meyer after working for Urban Meyer. And last night, or two nights ago on Twitter, Zach Smith was either on one or on four and was just letting it eat to Tom Herman about how him and his wife do cocaine off of strippers' titties. He was talking about how, Tom Herman, you want me to expose you for the Asian massage parlors you were addicted to? <laughs> Wide open on the Twitter. I feel like a perfect Diggs tweet to Coach uh, Zach Smith would be, a hey, Coach, you know, tag him and ask him why Coach is still part of his Twitter handle. I feel like that's a perfect <laughs> <laughs> tweet. That is a very Diggs situation there. Yeah. I love that, though. That's more of the Big Ten, just being the Big Ten. There's been a lot of stuff. Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State. Did Michigan have anything? Michigan probably did. Yeah, didn't they? Weren't they on probation a couple years ago? Probably. <laughs> I feel like I feel like everybody is. I feel like it doesn't matter anymore. It's just like PED suspensions in the NFL. Shit doesn't matter anymore. It's just like, yeah, it happened. Well, they'll be back in four games. See, I'm waiting to see what happens with Duke, North Carolina. Because, and Villanova, for that matter, because all three of those teams never really got top ten recruits because they were all about the good guys, the high grade Honesty. Guys. Honesty, all that stuff. And now all of a sudden, they're getting a lot of top ten guys. Mm -hmm. Coach K getting the top three. All of a sudden, Krzyzewski's dipping down mm -hmm. into Calipari waters. <laughs> Excuse me, Coach K. I would like to know about the strippers attending the recruiting parties. <laughs> yeah. Because it appears as if this is a Calipari situation you got going yeah, on. Something changed. I'm just saying. I don't know. Well, I think it's the ability to go coach or go play for a legend like Coach Krzyzewski and get education at a fine establishment sure like Duke because they're student athletes. Mm -hmm. Remember, student first, athlete second. Yeah. Yeah. They should be called student human athletes because yeah. they're students and humans first and then athletes third. If I'm going to go play somewhere for one year, and I want it to be the best academic experience of my life if i'm going to stay for less than a semester yeah. i want it to be the greatest education for less than a semester i could ever have in my entire life so what you're saying is when zion cam and the other guy it was one two three when they declare in january no they're getting their they, degrees they had four months of the best education they, could have. they got the greatest education four months could give you there's something that you would never, ever, ever mm -hmm. get anywhere else other than Duke. That's hey, what. Did you, hear about, did you hear about this five-star recruit that was going to go to Syracuse? No. This five-star recruit, he was committed to Syracuse and decided against going there. Because? He signed a deal with New Balance. Oh, G League. This is a G League guy. Yeah, no. this is old news. No, no, no G League. Yeah, and no, what's-his-face came out and ruined him. Bayheim or whatever? Mm -hmm. Is that is a Syracuse coach? He came yep. out and talked a lot of shit on him? Yeah, so this guy, so the guy, there, there's a guy that did that last year and went to the G League. 
this guy is not going to the G League. He's living in Memphis, doing an internship with New Balance for a million dollars. If he ends up making it to the league, works work is it's worth up to fourteen million dollars. But in the process, he's living with Mike Miller, who's an assistant coach at the University of Memphis, former NBA player, training with him every day, and also head coach of the University of Memphis, Anthony Penny Hardaway. Oh, Anthony, you just said, yeah. How about that? Anthony Penny Hardaway? <laughs> Penny, the one with the C. You remember the old shoes, the white with the blue? Yeah, and Mike yeah. Miller, the white three-point shooting specialist for LeBron there for a while? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yep. So and th- that's, that's the whole, that's the buy-in there. This guy has signed with LeBron's management team. So LeBron's management team was like, fuck school, bro. Fuck the G League. Fuck it all. <laughs> we'll just get you to live with this white boy that can shoot threes. Okay, real quick. We'll get your stroke game up because Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and them have changed the game. Also, Penny Hardaway's there. We'll teach you some swag and a little bit of a way to play. And in a year from now, you rock New Balances. Bing, bang, boom. New Balance is now in the NBA. Here we go. We're making content all year. Bingo. You don't even have to act like you're going to class. We ain't even got to act like we're writing papers. We don't have Make to sure do any put, of that. Make sure you put that news came from me. Okay? Make sure. Confirm. <laughs> I think we broke this news like three weeks ago. It, it seems like this is old news. I feel like I forgot about it. I hey, it hey I think I'm playing horse against Lamar Odom on Thursday. If, if, stop it. Yep. Stop it. If I, this happens, I, I will be tuning in immediately. I think that's the beat Pat McAfee this week is me versus Lamar Odom with a horse in Los Angeles, probably in an outdoor basketball court where I will dress like Billy Hoyle. Wait, man, can't jump. Mm-hmm. Billy Ho. I cannot wait for this. I will live stream this. Thank, that's a, a hey fucking thing in our complex. I swear to God, I will. Beat Pat McAfee this Thursday. We don't know the time because we're trying to figure out when Lamar Odom can make it. Mm-hmm. It's normally we do it at noon Eastern Standard Time. That's nine a.m. LA time. I feel like that's a huge ask of Lamar Odom. I feel like that'd be very rude of us to do that. So we're going to kind of go around his schedule and wait until you imagine my conversation with Lamar Odom. By the way, while playing horse. I'm amazing. I, I can't wait to hear what I get out of him. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited to talk to that guy. I've heard some stories about him. He lives pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if anything's true from what we've read, he lives a great life. He's living his best life. He lives hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. He lives hard. He lives hard. All right. I'll talk to you, AQ. See you guys. So it's not normal. Not normal. All right. See you. So there you have it. It's not normal. I'm glad he said that because it didn't look normal. Yeah, it looked like a lunatic. Yeah. It really looked like an absolute lunatic. the scariest thing I've ever seen. Of all time. Yeah. Halftime. <clears throat> Conversations have been great. <laughs> they have By been. the way, I dug into AQ a little bit there about Sandusky <laughs> because that's kind of my thing. Oh, yeah. Any of my friends that played football at Penn State or anybody know at Penn State from Pittsburgh, boy, I'll tell you what, that does not look good for them. But I do think we got to the bottom of it a little bit today. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think we did. Mm-hmm. I think we absolutely did. And speaking of getting to the bottom of things, why don't you find out exactly who you are? Why don't you find out exactly what you're made of? 23andMe is named for the 23 pairs of chromosomes that make up our DNA. 23andMe is a personal genetic service that helps you understand what your DNA can tell you about you and your family's story. Learn more about the foxes. Fox. Can't wait. As your loved ones get together this Thanksgiving, discover more about the genetic connections you share. Did you inherit your entire 
good looks from your mom or your dad? And how much is in your DNA compared to your brother or sisters? Mm. You know, a lot of those things mm. can come back a little bit surprising. Right. You know how they say some things skip a generation and go mm-hmm. to somebody else? Like, for instance, uh, being able to be a handyman. I think that genetic went out of my dad's sperm right into my brother and skipped me. Skipped me for sure. <laughs> I could not build a damn thing. No. And I think that is something that my genetics would tell me. It's easy to do. You simply just spit into the tube, providing your 23andMe kit, register your sample to personal 23andMe account, and in a few weeks, you receive your personalized online reports. Mine taught me a lot. Mine taught me that I was Italian. Really had, really had to change the way I, everything about my life. Absolutely. Sure. Had to change everything about me that I was 0.009% Italian. And would you say you're better off knowing that you're Italian now? I, to be honest, I think so. I think so too. Because now I enjoy the pizza a little bit more. Yeah. Because I'm like my people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My people. my people. I watch those mob movies and I'm like my people. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would have never known that if it wasn't for 23 and Me. It's a little bit more of a connect. It's like, hey, what small part of my family want to branch out and want to head to the uh, the little boot country? Mm-hmm. You know, which one went over to Italy? Hmm. 23andMe told me. Yeah. 23andMe is the absolute best. With 23andMe's Ancestry Composition Report, you can explore where your DNA is from out of 150 plus regions worldwide. Wow. That's precise. That's precise. Learn a little bit more about you today. Now through Thanksgiving, 23andMe Ancestry Service Kits are only $49 per kit when you buy two or more kits because this is something you want to do with somebody else. When you're learning about yourself, you want to be in a community of other people learning about themselves. The conversations that are spur are incredible, whether it's a loved one, a family member, a friend, anything like that. Go ahead and get two or more kits right now, and the kits are only $49 per. That's 50% off the regular kit price at $99 this holiday. Order your 23andMe Ancestry Service Kit at 23andMe.com slash P-A-T. That's the number 23andme.com slash P-A-T. 23andme.com slash P-A-T. $49 for your 23andMe kit. Go learn about yourself. It'll tell you a lot of things. There's a certain group of people you've been talking shit upon your entire life. <laughs> you might be a part of that group, and that could be a wild situation for you. 23 of me did that for me, and they'll do that for you. You know what's in this holiday season? Hmm. Selfishness. Really? Yep. It's a big thing this year. How so? Selfishness is all the way in this year. Why buy an ugly sweater for a distant uncle when you can buy some awesome for yourself? Specifically, Bespoke Post Box of Awesome. Mm. A box of awesome is my favorite way to treat myself every single month. And I say this, it's every month is Christmas. Every month is Christmas with Bespoke Post. Every single month is a holiday because they send you a collection of really cool stuff that you would have never, ever, ever bought yourself in your entire life. But Bespoke Post scans the world looking for products that the man's man would would enjoy and they ship it right to your house. I enjoy enjoy watching you open this gift. You never know what's going to be in there. You literally never fucking know what's going to be in there. And it makes me want one so bad. I got a flask. I got a flask, and then I got like a decanter Mm -hmm. one time. And then I got got some travel luggage. It's like when your your brother gets the better gift than you. That's what happens every single month here. That's what Bespoke Post is doing Mm -hmm. for men and women everywhere. Everywhere. Bespoke Post. To receive 20% off your first subscription box, go to boxofawesome.com and enter code HEARTLAND at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. Code Heartland for twenty percent off your first box, uh, bespoke post theme boxes for guys that give a damn. 
It's incredible. It re- I love it. I absolutely love when it shows up because you have no fucking idea what's in there. Never do. No clue. Absolutely no clue. I'm like, I think half the shit's on your desk right now. It, well, I, my desk is a collection of Bespoke <laughs> Post. Uh, speaking of collection, we have a collection of conversations waiting for you to enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, be prepared to be inspired, entertained, and enthralled enthralled with the rest of this pat mcafee show 2.0 tell your friends to listen if you've enjoyed thus far i think that would that might be my intro music Ooh, that'd be a good one that that's on right there yeah it's got to add a shotgun shell though you'll hear it you'll you'll know when wait for it all my friends are heathens take it slow pitch black arena Then you start walking out? Yeah. Yeah. Wait for them to ask you who you know. Please don't make any sudden moves. You don't know the half of the abuse. Welcome to the room of people who have rooms of people that they love one. I think it could be something. Honestly. People have been sending me intro themes that they think would be good and i appreciate it a lot it means a lot that you're thinking about me when you hear a song mm-hmm. but i'm gonna be honest a lot of them are dog shit <laughs> would, you do a, would you do a split like boston that? connor has joined us what's up connor? Oh, hello how are you yep thanks what's for up? having me on hey, would, no you, would you do a nice little split after the part what's I, a split to like, another like song a, yes like a switch oh i thought you meant he do the splits i was like <laughs> oh, fuck that's well, a lot for a warm-up <laughs> Walking out. I don't think so. are splits big in the WWE. Oh yeah, dudes are flexible. Is that a popular move? No, I don't. I, I assume no. Actually, I don't think it is. Maybe I hit a split on somebody. Oh. Come on, hit a split. I can't. I can't even touch my toes. If I'm a <laughs> WWE wrestler, it lasts about two weeks until I rip something. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks, maybe a week and a half. Maybe we'll get the nice run through the first one. What's it called when you're all jacked up and you can't feel any pain? Oh, the adrenaline. adrenaline. Yeah, the first get week the probably a lot of adrenaline. Maybe second week adrenaline. That third week though, once the adrenaline. Is kind of sub- subsided a little bit. Probably going to rip something. Might Fight be screwed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think a song switch could be work well there. You think so? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think song switches do well because no one sees it coming. So those you throw in that after that little part there. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, bang, we're into a new song. I like the shotgun sound of the fake shotgun I have in my house. By the way, the fake shotgun mm-hmm. I have yep. for fame by breaks in my house. It's like a real. Like a full on, you know, like it's something's loading mm-hmm, here. Right, right. You don't want to come into the back room. There's a big old shotgun back here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a big. It, it can't shoot anything. It's a big right. fake piece of metal there, but it's a real because mm-hmm. it, it, you know it sets the tone. Yeah, yeah, you might have to bring that in. The the actual yeah, thing. Record just that, put a yeah. mic on it. What if it gets a song cred? That shotgun. Uh, my shotgun has a song cred. Should DJ Khaled's little baby has one. That little kid. He's all over a bunch of songs. It's a bunch of bullshit. Really? Yeah. Connor, you look good, by the way. Hey, I appreciate that. Hey, thanks to you. You have jeans on. I have jeans on now, yeah. Hey, same top. See, the top has never been the problem, apparently. Never. But yeah. I, I always thought it was a whole, it was the whole entire thing, really, that no. had the problem. It was your god-awful sweatpants, I think, is yeah, what we mostly pretty much. Yep. Uh, it's not. I, I haven't really shopped for 
clothes outside of wholesale stores. Yeah, we've heard that. But now yeah. you have real pants on. You look like a real adult, and then you just wear those shoes with holes in them. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't well, have shoes. Why are you disrespecting the new pants with those shoes? I don't mean to. I don't mean any disrespect to these new jeans, first of all. These shoes just happen to be the only ones that I kind of immobile in. So before, I didn't notice the holes in them because you would wear Shitty the dirty ass. fucking yeah. yep. sweatpants. I, yeah, I was throwing it out. That, they well, that was distracted from the shoes, but now they pop. Yes, yeah, exactly. You, the holes are popping on the shoes. Yeah. Now. I think they add so much grit. I thought it, I thought it was going to be good for it, honestly. You know what? I, I'm You're becoming an adult. Do you see this happening here, Fox? Oh, yeah. This is a pub uh, founder becoming an adult here. You guys are becoming a mature establishment. I'm Credit growing up in front of your guys' <laughs> eyes right now. You're still chugging Red Bulls, just like Ty. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't beat Ty with the sweatpants now because you've no. got pants that are sweatpants. But, I mean, you're, you're really moving forward. Here. I know. I, I, I guess Ty did uh, take the sweatpants king title before me. Well, it's also. So his sweatpants were adult sweatpants. So yeah. we've, we've had this conversation a lot of times. Ty wears adult sweatpants. You were wearing middle school sweatpants. <laughs> you were wearing, let's have a seat, catch a predator sweatpants. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah that's what they were. They were, excuse me, sir, would you please have a seat over here, sweatpants? That's what you were. Well, and if that's the case, then maybe I'll go home and cut them up. Because well, I didn't realize I was... I mean, we had Mein Kampf 2 from Todd at me the other day. Here we are. <laughs> That's now. because where you're from, but he's saying you're a pedophile because you dress like one. <laughs> I uh, not saying you're... Oh, no, no. Okay. That you look like one. Connor, you don't yeah. deserve that. I, I just want to say you appeared to be one. It didn't. I don't know if you actually were one. You but, gave one the impression yeah. okay, that okay. you lean in that direction. Hey, so, so not a huge deal. I just appear to be a predator. Not anymore. Not you anymore. You look like a real grown adult. A, home, a homegrown instead of a homeless. Yeah. Yeah. There it there is. is. There it is. There it is. Okay, so now we're past that. Okay, Connor. Yes, now we're yes. on a, an adult Connor here. We're out of college. We're in a workplace now. We're mm-hmm. in a workforce. Yes, I'm intellectual. Uh, I agree. You're a founder of a pub. Oh, that yeah. that video you put out on Friday Ooh, made like me one? cry laughing. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Ay, 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 ay. Oh, yeah. 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 Ay, 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 ay. yeah I held the last one. <laughs> Listeners didn't deserve that. Well, you just did, though. <laughs> Is it that loud? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, pull, I pulled the mic so far away from my face. <laughs> yeah, you're no, always loud. Yeah, yeah. But which, um, I, which I feel very bad about. I think you're really finding your groove here, Connor. I'm hitting a stride, perhaps, blogging, as they say. Blogging, you're doing blogging. well. Blogging. Huh? You're starting to wear pants. You're really starting to... Pants are coming together. Yeah. I, I, except now, uh, after this uh, latest debacle yesterday, Patriots get blown out. By ten, the Tennessee Titans, yeah. who don't even know how to play football. It's over, right? But yeah, now well, I changed my outfit. It's the beginning of the end. And so, now, hey, now the Pats start losing, mm-hmm. so I might have to go back now. No. Mm. no, It's too late. Yeah, yeah. Now you got to double down and get shoes. Yeah, the shoes. Yeah. You think that's, that's what it is? Probably. That'll turn yeah. it all around. You think that's what it is? It's yeah. because I only, I only went halfway. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now I need to go the full way. Then the Patriots will start winning again. Do your job. Bill Belichick says it all the time. Do your mm-hmm. job. Okay. Well, I bet on the Patriots. Huge. Money line. Massive. Massive bet. Massive. One of the biggest bets I've put in sports history. I put one of one of my biggest bets I've ever put in sports betting history was on the Patriots money line down there. I knew it was going to be close because the Titans are a good defensive team. I knew that it was going to happen. But no, no. Complete opposite. Vrabel just beats the fuck out of Belichick in their first uh, first match. It, it hurts. Especially because Malcolm Butler. Dion Lewis. Oh, Dion Lewis. Mm-hmm. Dion Lewis needs to slow his roll. Oh, because he came out after beating the hell out of the Patriots? No, because he acts like he's the first guy who's been unbelievable that we should have re-signed, but due to the fact that they 
They've earned their money at that point. Right. Dion Lewis earned his money for sure. Should have gotten a, a better contract. Dude, well, the, well, the, respect the quote that he gave. I, yeah, I, I, you don't respect the intentions, but the quote was, so what happens when you go cheap? You get your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> That's just I, I, fucking cool. I, I liked it. That. I did. It was, it was the, he, he also, he also tweeted, um, the 50 cent, uh, gif, 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 uh, gif. Uh, him smiling, him, him, him. Yeah. Nice little smile. Drive away. Hey, you hear he's 50 cents buying all of Ja Rule's master tapes or whatever. Really? Oh what? God! Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Fifty Cent is continuing <laughs> to troll Ja Rule as hard as he can. Yeah. It's like what Vrabel did to Belichick. <laughs> oh yeah, similar, <laughs> similar, maybe. Do you think? Do you think Vrabel is the blueprint on how to beat the Patriots? And now every team's just going to watch what Vrabel did and be like, "Oh, this guy was inside the system for a long time. This is how you beat the Patriots." No, because we had the same conversation after we lost the Lions, and after we lost the Lions, everyone was like, "Oh, how Patricia." About, oh, wait a minute. You guys lose to Matt Patricia and Vrabel, yep. two former people that have been inside the Patriots mm-hmm. building, yes. beat the Patriots. In, they in, know the Patriot way. They know how to beat them. Beat us in very different ways, too. What that, do you mean? That, so each knows a way. Well, the Lions the Lions held on to the ball. We had the ball for two minutes at halftime. Yep, so Matt Patricia was like, obviously, the way to beat them is to keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands. Every time we lose, yes. we are on the defense is on the field a lot longer than the office. That's the way to beat them. Mm-hmm. And Vrabel said. And Vrabel said, why don't we just go out, get the players that they had last year, and then we'll come <laughs> back and beat them next year. I think that's exactly what happened. Uh, so there's no fear in New England. Uh, I have no fear. Not at all. We're 7-3. and three. We start. Remember, before we were one and two. So here we are. We're seven and three. We're going into the bye. Again, we're in the AFC East. So we have about three layups. Hey, that's my ringer, by the way. This is (laughs) a heater intro. This could be the shotgun to this. That's Shinsuke Nakamura's old entrance. Nakamura. This is the best music I've ever heard in my life. Very good. First time I heard it, I was like... I would like that to be everywhere I go. <laughs> Put that as my ring. That got the biggest pop out of anyone in New Orleans when we were on Bourbon oh, yeah. Street when oh. that came on. I remember. See, I forgot about us being on Bourbon Street mm-hmm. WrestleMania weekend. Oh, yeah. That was fun. They were playing intro themes, like people's intros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody on the shoe was dancing the intros. <laughs> it was uh. awesome. It was awesome. Vince McMahon's, you've got... No chance! The entire Bourbon Street was screaming, No chance in hell! <laughs> it was awesome. Like it a was, power hour of uh, yes, WrestleMania intros? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yep. At every bar with all their... It was awesome. It was one of the happiest audiences I've ever been around in my for life. Sure. For sure. There was a full fake wrestling match that happened right in the middle of Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. Like people were dropping <laughs> elbows on each other and the cops like came to break it up because they thought it was a fight and the cops started getting booed by the fans. <laughs> Boo! It was awesome. It was really cool. Anyways, uh, let's get back to it. New England Patriots were one and two, not worried about it. Not anymore. worried about it. Seven and three now, bye week. And and again, we have a couple layups. We have we have the Bills. Tennessee we have Titans. the Jets. The Tennessee Titans are a really good football team all of a sudden. Well, yeah. d- defensively, they are one, right? They're number one mm-hmm. in scoring defense, Yep, which is pretty legitimate. I mean, uh, I don't know. I hate when the Patriots lose because here we are talking about it. It's the worst part of my week, aside from them actually losing. They, well, you know why? Because they were a fucking lock, though. I think it's because they lost yeah. so much money it on was, them. It wasn't even seven points. Everybody told me. Everybody told me. This money line's going to get you, Pat. 
You bet on these money lines. <laughs> it's going to get you. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a lock right now, Pat. It seems uh, to be a lock. But what happens when the Titans beat the Patriots? That's what they were saying to me. Literally, that's what the exact quotes that were happening to me. I'm like, no, no. I figured out a sports gambling. We just go money line. Bing, bang, boom. We win all the time. You're like, no, no, no. One time it'll get you. And you know what happened? I got you. The Titans oh. got me. Got you. <laughs> I know. And I should have never I should have never done it. I should have known. Buying that money line, was that like three times on the investment? Yeah, had, I think it was like 370 or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. It's about, I think they it were minus pretty, 300. Yeah, it was pretty large. I mean, it's just one of those things where you just assume that Bill Belichick <laughs> and Tom Brady are going to figure gonna it out. Problem. They're going to figure it out. You're, you're just going to assume that they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Because they've been so great for so long. For so long. Mm-hmm. But then what happens? Old Vrabel gets his boxing gloves on, to, puts the boys to work down in Nashville, and all of a sudden an upset happens, and you're out a few thousand all of a sudden out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I had the game on, to be honest. I got six TVs here. I can't watch every game. I don't even think I had the game on. And then a highlight popped in on the Colts game, and I'm like, what, what yeah. the fuck's going on over there? 24 to 10? Excuse me? Excuse me. <laughs> I think they got the team. I can't believe they got the teams wrong. <laughs> Let me switch over there. It was wild. No Gronk too. Like he no barely. Gronk. Yeah, he didn't even complete half his passes. Did he? So he was so, getting beat so, up too. I was watching Tom Brady. He was getting beat up. It was he was on the ground a lot. Yeah. That never happens. Yeah, that never happens to old Tommy B. Never happens. He tripped himself. He tripped himself once. Does got, Gronk being all banged up? I mean, I know he is every year, but does that worry you this year? That uh, he might be done. So I don't think he's done. Is there a close? Here's a talk of him being done. No. Well, just he's. Just, I mean, he's just so injury prone. Yeah. How how much longer can they? You know. Yeah, he's yeah, he glass. Can't. He's glass. I know that. He's not glass. He's the size of a barn. Everybody <laughs> yeah. else. He's yeah. very easy a, to hit. A, a barn made out of glass. Wow. He, got, he gets hurt a lot. But but it's Western Pennsylvania's finest. The, the biggest problem is. Uh, yesterday, the stat was Brady threw it 12 times to Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. He threw it 12 times to Julian Edelman, and then he threw it three times to every other receiver in total. So, you know, you only throw it to two guys. One of them has a Dory Jackson on him who's pretty freaking good. You can't really win the game throwing to one wide receiver, I'd say. Josh Gordon, by the way, yeah. really picking up the uh, the workload for that guy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he's figuring it out, too. You get Gronk. You get Gronk on the field with Josh Gordon and Edelman in there. That's quite a recipe for dominance. Mm-hmm. But of course, not against the Titans when the money line's minus three. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! People are saying Gronk's done. He, I I mean, he's not done. Yeah, he's, not really. Yeah. But he just like I mean, shit. How, when was the last time he played a, a full slate? Has he ever? It's, yeah, it, it, I, don't I don't think he. Has. I don't think he ever has. I don't yeah. think he ever has. We also drafted him after he did. I think six years of school, five of the six he got hurt in, too. Mm-hmm. So he's been injury-prone since Arizona. It's because he's so large, mm-hmm. and he takes so many hits. Yeah. He's, so you can't be that large in that, I mean, he, he's a huge target. Huge. Huge target. Massive. And he's very fast. So those and he doesn't high, like to go down. And those high-speed mm-hmm. collisions or something, it, it's, it's, a, it's his mind not thinking. Like Andrew Luck now. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck yeah. squirts out of bounds now. It's yeah. kind of funny to watch, actually, because mm-hmm. he looks so uncomfortable doing it. <laughs> He'll turn down a big shot and just run out of bounds. Yeah. And this past week he did, and he got a standing ovation from the crowd in Lucas Oil. The place went crazy when he did it. They're like, yeah, hey, we're going to have you for a couple more games. <laughs> it's like Gronk. I don't know if you can do that as Gronk because you're a tight end, so right. you literally can't yeah. do that. He hates to go down. It's so aggravating. Because you also look at where Gronk – when Gronk came into the league, you could declead somebody and it wouldn't be – as big of a deal. But at, mm-hmm. from when he's come in to now, the area of where you could hit somebody has slowly 
shrunk. It would so, have been nice for Gronk long ago. It would have yeah. been really nice. Because, again, TJ Ward, right after they changed that rule where you can't hit a guy up top after he catches the ball or whatever because targeting, unnecessary roughness, whatever. It's, yep. it's impossible to know the difference. TJ Ward came in and destroyed his right leg. I don't know if you guys remember that. I think oh, he's yeah. still playing for Cleveland. TJ Ward, that is. And then after that, it was like, okay, there is no way Gronk can catch a ball going down a seam and not get hurt immediately because mm-hmm. he'll get decleated below or, you know, someone comes in, tries to clean his clock up top, and then he's got a concussion. All right, let's move on past the Patriots. I'm already sick of talking about Good. it. Good. <laughs> me, me too. Two weeks from now. How's your NBA blogging going? Your NBA head? is going fantastic. I've only seen, I think, like three blogs. I, I don't know. I've done one every morning here. You do an NBA blog every day? Oh, yeah, yeah, except for Sundays. Well, mostly because I was still pissed about uh, Jimmy Butler. I don't know if you heard about the Philadelphia 76ers here. No, what happened? Jimmy Big Butler, trade. huge yeah. trade. Jimmy Butler. You, you the know, guy that went and played pickup against that team in Minnesota and talked shit to him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, I remember Same guy. Him from the Remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got traded to Philadelphia. Oh. Uh, him and Carl Anthony Towns, big guy on Minnesota. He's kind of their guy. They got in a fist fight before... He had to leave the locker room, obviously. Like the day he got traded while he's cleaning up his stuff. Carl Anthony Towns comes over and is like, hey, by the way, on your way out, fuck you. Yeah, he was like, no one's going to miss you. Like, you're a bitch. And then they got into a fist fight. And then Carl Anthony Towns started crying and left the locker room. He said, I've never seen a seven-foot-tall bitch before. (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) That's what what Butler said to Carl Anthony Towns. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. Big deal. Big deal. (laughs) Was he crying from laughing? Yeah. Uh, not Carl no, no. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is crying from laughing. No, sir. He got, he got Wiggins good, too. Who? Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler. He got a shot in at him as well. So on his way out while he's cleaning up his locker, mm-hmm. is Carl Anthony Towns just sitting down? He's just like kind of icing his feet probably mm-hmm. at his locker. Jimmy Butler's cleaning up his stuff. Hey, see you later. Hey, by the way... I ain't never seen a seven foot tall bitch before. And then yeah. they started a fight. Like Carl Anthony Towns, just like Pat Ingram, was like, oh, I have to fight this guy. Yes. Like, yeah. That's what yes. happened. Yes, exactly. Jimmy what Butler happened. started it, uh-huh. is what we're saying. And then what he said, old buddy? To Wiggins, he reportedly said, cut those fucking braids, you ugly fuck. <laughs> And then just left. And then got on a plane to Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. I hope to see you guys later. (laughs) I love that. It's a good move, yeah. And now Philadelphia is really good. All of a sudden, basketball in the East is not as big of a joke as it was before. It's true. Yeah, Celtics. Can you keep the Golden State Warriors under 180? No. Steph Curry got hurt. Did he really? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he's not playing tonight. Again. Last year he got oh, hurt and yeah. he lost his groove. So he, he has terrible mm-hmm. ankles, and they're yes. saying like his entire lower body is taking the toll because of that. So, what's this one? Like a hamstring or something? Yeah, yeah, something like because that. Because he, he gets, gets hurt every year. He got hurt last year and then he mm-hmm. lost his groove. He yes. like actually hit a slump, like yeah. a drought. Like yep. nobody thought it was possible. I only see that because I follow the internet when they're like, Steph can't hit anything. Steph can't hit anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this year he started out real hot. Mm-hmm. How do they keep him hot through the injury? Is that possible? Can't. No. It's impossible. But again, you take one of them off, and there's still three guys who start on that team. Right. Four. DeMarcus Cousins. Or if yeah. you add in DeMarcus Cousins. If you add DeMarcus Cousins, yeah. There's still four guys on that team who could start for the USA team. So, like, is it that big of a deal? No, not really. 
but for now, yeah. Coach Shashevsky is the coach of oh, the yeah. USA team, and he just doesn't let anybody start on that team. No, no, you gotta, you gotta no, earn it. You gotta earn Duke it. Duke yesterday too. I don't know if you saw Zion yesterday. Oh my god, I, I, the guy is absurd. There was people saying that he wouldn't start for the Fab Five. So Jalen Rose, really? Jalen Rose, insane. There was people insane. who told me right there to my face that they were a basketball expert and said that Zion couldn't play in college. Shows He's not gonna be any good in college. He's not gonna be any no. good. People said that to me. <laughs> he had last night. He had twenty-seven. Or this is yesterday against Army on Veterans Day. Sunday. Two yep. nights ago. Happy yep. Veterans Day. Two nights Day, ago. Happy Veterans Day. 27 points. He only missed three shots. Mm-hmm. 16 rebounds, four assists, and six blocks. That's the big one. He just and does whatever six he blocks. wants. Yeah. I saw him whatever volleyball spike one. Yep. Yes. And I think it went into the camera. Like it was like a, for those in the volleyball world, the 10 foot line is uh, the line in the middle of the court. It's 10 feet uh, away from the net. If you get a spike in there, it's big deal. Like that's uh, that's that's big deal. Well, because you're really high, so yeah, you have to be yeah. very high to get down there. So he literally spiked that thing ten foot line, and then it bounced up into the crowd. Yeah, and that's one of the most insane things insane. of all time. It was like a set. It was like the guy literally set him the ball on his shot. He can do that anytime he wants. He's gonna do it all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's he gonna... just learned. You think that he can do that? It's like, oh, I, I thought this was only a high school thing. <laughs> yeah, I can do this against college kids. Wait, as well. I'm, I'm better than you in college too. Oh, see, oh. everybody was telling me in my South Carolina prep school that I wasn't gonna be able to do this. To this, it turns <laughs> yeah. out that this is very similar. Yeah, this is very very similar. Because yeah. guess what? I'm getting coached too. By the way. So people are forgetting that that goes both right, ways. Right, like, uh-huh. hey, yeah, Zion's also getting better because yeah. I would assume that they have one guy coaching him. Like, hey, this is how we make you the greatest player of all time because mm-hmm. that would be good for the Duke Blue Devils too. He's, mm-hmm. he's also got two other guys who are top five recruits on the court with him at yes. the same time. Number that, one recruit. Yeah, that does, yeah. doesn't hurt. One, two, and three are mm-hmm. all on the same team. Thank you, Shipley brought this up earlier in the show. So Coach K's got something cooking in the Calipari world. He's doing something. Duffel bags yeah. he's full of cash. He's helping somebody out with the SATs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's got to comp- S- SATs? Did he just say What, do you, what, are, you what are you implying? What are you Whoa. saying, Boston Connor? Hey, hey. We, we talked about Calipari. Calipari, for me, when I think about how he cheats, he had a uh, little Derek Rose, had a nice little person take uh, Oh, because we thought Derek you were Rose saying that Zion was too stupid mm-hmm. to get into right. it. Actually, no, that's because I, I, I think the That's opposite. what I did here, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what I thought he said. Hey, I'm thinking the opposite. We saw the school Zion went to. I bet their academics are unbelievable. Oh, okay? so you think it's the school he went to and not him? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, like you're you said, saying, all the good schools like, like you said, Hey, through, like, like you said, they ha- he has a good coach at Duke, correct? I'm sure he had a great coach or tutor at his prep school as well. Oh, oh make now him, you're make him that. smarter. Because what you said at the beginning was that Coach K had to cheat because Zion's too stupid to get right. He said he couldn't read. That's so, what you said. You said he couldn't read. <laughs> that's what I implied. <laughs> no, no, that's what you said, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what, I, that's what I implied. However, what I meant was I think Zion is so smart. Yeah. That Coach K didn't even need to help him to get into Duke. Oh, okay. Uh, you take away Zion's basketball, yeah. he's uh-huh. still sitting in an eight o'clock class in North Carolina. Oh, you think he's just a student? Duke. He doesn't yes. have to be a student athlete. Yeah. Yes, he's just a student. He could uh-huh. be Duke's student, yeah. human. Just, 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 uh, just Zion, the math major. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it sounded like you were saying. Yeah, that's what I. Well, I mean, exactly what you were saying. See that that was my final thought the entire time. I just had to land you the plane. To get there. Yeah, it's a long roller coaster ride. You just got to get to the yeah. end. <laughs> Sure sounded like you said something else. It's crazy that we got to yeah, that. Yeah, I can't no, believe I, I misunderstood that. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe you guys thought that's what I meant. Will Duke ever lose? No. No. No, no way. <laughs> no way. No, it's 
everybody in. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever heard a more certain no right there. Get into the league now. Yeah, this is the most like lopsided I've ever seen a team. I think Coach K knew too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. First day of first day of practices, probably organized activities. Oh. Coach Gay's just, mm-hmm. just got huh. his like second hair dye of the month <laughs> to keep that thing pristine black. He's like, man, uh, I don't think we really have to coach shit this year, huh? Uh, just got these three fucking avatars playing against these common humans out here. <laughs> they are killing people. They're taller than everybody. Mm-hmm. They're faster than everybody. And even even the fucking they got the the shooter on it. They even got a white shooter yeah, on it. Yep. Who's taller than everybody else? And it looks like he's got hand. I don't know how they do it. Dude's got like three guys on the bench who could start like anywhere else in the country. Kentucky? Yeah. Maybe. I yeah. mean, Kentucky hasn't looked that great so far this year. They never do, by the way. Kentucky no. only go as far just they because. They're a tournament team. Yeah, and they're, they're a team that, they're one of the few that every year it's five new guys. Five yeah, exactly. Guys. Calipari doesn't guys. coach team basketball. Yeah. I just want to let everybody know that I, because of the Duke team, so this is what incredible basketball does. It is making me tune into college basketball. Yeah. Like WVU was on the other night. I love Bob Huggins, but I've never really paid attention to the team all year round until they mm-hmm. get to the tournament. Bob Huggins, really good tournament coach. He always finds a way to survive in advance, it mm-hmm. seems like, mm-hmm. even with not that great of a team. They were on the other night. I'm like, oh, I got to watch this. And then I'm watching it. I'm like, how would they do if they accidentally landed in the same group or bracket <laughs> as Duke? And it's like, okay, we got a good team, though. Mm-hmm. WVU's got a gritty team. Yeah. I think we're going to be good this year. But because of Duke, I'm tuning into other college basketball games. I'm just watching, like, how would this team – oh, they got no shot. Yeah. Zion, yeah. Zion could go one-on-five, I think, against this team yeah. here if he wanted to. There's, there's a few in the top 25, like top 25 teams in the country – and you look at from 10 to 25, I don't even think they could hold a, f- a flame to Duke. I no. would like, like to, I would wonder if Duke, Duke might win a game by like 60 this year. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, For yeah. Sure. I yeah. would slam them in that game, too. I bet one of their spreads eventually will be like minus 50. And I'm yeah. going to take it for sure. They, they could probably, their bench could probably, if not win the Big Ten, at least get second, third. They'll be like in there with their, Make some noise. Inside, with their I agree bench. with that. Big Ten's bad this year. Yeah. What's that all about? Well, it's just a just a down year. Michigan State's the best team, but we're not even that great. We're still mm-hmm. good, but not great. Yeah, and the best recruits in the country all went to fucking yeah. Duke. And if that they didn't go to Duke, they went to Kentucky. North Carolina got no shot, huh? They're completely out of the mix. How, what happened to them? They used to be the guy with the white hair. He dances. He's seen a gif of him Roy dancing. Roy Williams. Uh-huh. I see the gif of him dancing <laughs> into the locker room. Yeah, yeah. I think they're still walking on eggshells because they know that sanctions are coming sooner yeah, or later. They, oh, because they were handing out degrees to people. Yes. Yeah, they they yeah. just won, too. They and they just got former players not saying, like, yeah, I never went to class. I never had to do any mm-hmm. homework. Never wrote a paper. Like, they, they, they haven't gotten really a decent class since, <laughs> since they got strong, right? Rich Rodriguez, you know, why wasn't why weren't we doing that? Why weren't we just giving me a degree? Why, 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 why weren't we doing that? <laughs> I mean, Rich Rod has gotten the hot water because of things that go on in his personal uh-huh. life. Uh-huh. He might as well just want full thing and just gave me a degree. <laughs> Screwed up the whole thing. Just do it all. If you're going to end up getting banned anyways, which I think he kind of got blacklisted. I don't know what happened. I, I read a little bit of the story. I don't know all of it. But like, hey, man, why don't we give me a degree? Pat White, why don't we just give him a doctorate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve Slayton, huh? Give him maybe. Maybe he's a dean. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Why not? I feel like that's happening at a lot of schools. A lot of schools. Uh, I feel like that's happening in a lot of schools. Wasn't in West Virginia, obviously, but I, I would have been mad. By the way, you can't blame the players there. 
No, no way. No, no well, that's way. the thing. If you're a player too, why you, are you coming back on and snitching on a team? Well, yeah. that that sucks. I didn't know. I, I people who have been through it and got those benefits. I don't know why you would go back and ruin it for everyone else, so they can't get the benefits. That's a hater. That's just what haters. It's do. a it's a it's what haters do. It's exactly. what haters do. It's it's like if the teacher's about to end class and you remind her that you didn't give homework out yet. Mm-hmm. How, then everybody has to get homework. Yeah, you know you're, what I'm saying? you're a hater. Yes. Hey, bud, you you you're the worst. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. To me. Who's doing it? Who, yeah, you? it was it was, a, it was like a year and a half, two years ago. It was Rashad McCants, though. He was very good when he was at UNC, he was. but he kind of flamed out in the NBA. So I think he was just trying to get uh, his name back into the spotlight. A little oh, bit. so just relevance? This is a relevant snitch. I think so. Wow. There's Jesus. also what I don't understand is if you are one of those top of the line players, like your freshman sophomore year, you know you're going to play professional sports. Mm-hmm. What is the motivation behind making them go to class? Like, why wouldn't well, you just start t- like explaining real life? CNC to play. Well, in certain schools, know how to get around it. Like when Greg Oden was at Ohio State, he was taking like the history of rock and roll and shit like that. You know, I took an athletic coaching education class. It was awesome. We watched Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. Because I left halfway through. We had to write a little review on Rocky. And then we had to give a motivational tech or motivational paper. Nice. <laughs> what was yours like? What were you motivating there? Oh, I was going for it. <laughs> I, I forget what exactly my topic was, but I it was one of the ones I really enjoyed putting together. You have a topic like a sport or you have a topic like motivate me to eat this cereal? Yeah, it has to be. It's a. It's like an action. It was motivate somebody to do an action. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. It was something like ridiculous like that yeah it was something along those lines i don't it might have been motivate somebody to write a paper or something (laughs) it might have been write a paper about motivating somebody to write a paper Uh. and it was i I took it as like a motivating me yeah me talking Uh to me pretty that's not bad though well i I everything everybody got an a on the paper but i think i actually deserved one (laughs) well your motivation was so good that you You wrote wrote a paper (laughs) yeah you wrote a paper that's how good it was was good. Athletic coaching education, solid. Anything else to talk about, Connor? How was the week? You lost your phone? Uh, yeah, I lost my phone. Where'd you lose your phone at? Um, Good question. I'll let you know when I find it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I actually uh, watched, Todd started it, but I watched the new movie on Netflix, The Outlaw King. Well, what's that about? It's Braveheart 2. Yep. Really? It picks yes. up right where Wallace gets executed. Yeah, it's right, like what happens right after that. Yeah, like know how at the end of Braveheart he's getting tortured? Absolutely not. You never <laughs> seen Braveheart? <laughs> I haven't either. Couldn't even question. Of, of even the guess. movies, I assumed that you've su- seen Braveheart. They may take our lives. Yes. But they will never take our freedom. Yeah. I've seen about 500 highlight tapes of those uh-huh. at the beginning. Yeah. I've seen a, I've seen that I've seen that particular that scene part. no less than 200 times. Yeah. I've seen it. So it's the second, but I get it. it, Yeah, it's the sequel, like the movie. The movie Scotland, right? Scotland Mm -hmm. movie starts and William Wallace isn't even dead yet. It's even got some of the same actors. Yeah, it's got some of the same actors in it. Is Bruce is William Wallace in it? No, he's not. He the only they can't afford Mel Gibson. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's (laughs) it's only Netflix, okay? Mel Gibson. They're just starting to make movies. Uh, Netflix is investing eighty billion dollars in things. Yeah, they got plenty. Uh, By the way, we talked about I talked about this on the show earlier with. who was in here for it? Diggs was in it for a little bit. And then uh, these guys back here. Yeah. Tony Robbins, I'm not your guru. Mm-hmm. Go and strap in for two hours of life change. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah? Oh, yeah. Is that, that good? good? Well, we'll talk. We have a full conversation All coming right. up after this. Okay. Yeah. I think I think it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ruin a conversation later. 
All right, all right. People will stick around for yeah. the I'll take it. I'll take. I'll take a look at it. What is it again? Tony Robbins. I am not your guru. We're going to talk about it right now. We'll take out yeah. the later conversation. Okay. I would like to talk to you guys about it. All right. Tony Robbins is a self help guy. He's Gary V, but on a much larger scale. Okay. Much larger scale. And I thought he was this big self help Jesus thumper. You know, like go do God, go do God. Yeah, God yeah, yeah. does this. Have you witnessed the power of the Lord in front of you? I thought that's what he was. <laughs> yeah. Because he's so massive. He's like Joel Austin. Uh-huh. I feel like he's, he's okay. in my head. But no, no, he's not. He swears at people, tells them to, to go to like, basically, I'm that motherfucker, he says to people. Man, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yells at people. Okay. He's charging people $4,995 for six-day self-help seminars. Wow. 2,500 people were there in Palm Beach, uh, Palm Beach, Florida. 2,500 people paid $4,995 for a six-day self-help convention led by Tony Robbins. Really? I am not your guru. Tony Robbins is the Netflix documentary about it. So so you pay that much for a six-day experience with this guy? So this two-hour documentary, or is it a special? It's like two hours and ten minutes. It's a it's a documentary. It basically okay. covers the entire six-day, uh, I think it's called Date with Destiny is what he calls it. So it's a six-day Date with Destiny with oh. Tony Robbins, 4995 bucks a person. Wow. Not 5000 $4,995 a person. Yes. 2,500 people made $12.4 million in six days. No big deal. Whoa. Goes out there and he's doing it in the trenches, asking people what their problems are. It's a Q&A sesh. It's a Q&A sesh. Mm-hmm. He's giving all the A's. They got all the Q's. Yep. That's what it is. Oh, my gosh. It's awesome. That <laughs> guy has got the world by the fucking tail. Yeah, so he's built up He's built up so many businesses. I guess he's, his so businesses questions. are worth $6 billion. His businesses are worth $6 billion. So he has been there, done that when it comes to businesses. Mm-hmm. Now he speaks in like 74 countries, self-helping the shit out of people. It is wild to watch. Did he play football somewhere? He's a big dude. I don't he's know. He's a giant Had person. to have. He's a big dude. I, big? At some point in his life, I think he played football. Yeah. yeah but man, right. this guy is crushing. He When he claps, he doesn't touch his hands together. He doesn't want to. I don't know what the deal is. He doesn't touch his you, hands. Uh, Howie Mandel. He does. He does like you know, a. Uh, he guy? does like a shake, a handshake to the crowd for mm-hmm. to get their energy up at the beginning, and then he does clapping along, but he doesn't let his hands touch. I don't. I don't know. It was something I noticed early in the film, and it really freaked me out the whole time. I don't. I don't get how. So does he stay with them, or is it is it activities throughout the day? Is it people just come in and listen to him talk? Like what's the whole? So yeah, he goes up on it. They go into like little work, like uh, breakout groups where Tony okay. Robbins has okay. little mentors that go in there and talk to the people. Everybody when they sign up, the twenty five hundred people, they give all the information about them. So it's like he knows the possible red flags in the room. He knows everything about everybody basically when okay. they have them. Mm-hmm. It's general admission though, so everybody sprints in and tries to get to the front, front row seats, of yeah. the concert. You want to be front row at the concert for sure. Yeah, get the most interaction. Mm-hmm. But he literally. They have breakout meetings and then they come back into the big room where he comes on the stage. He does this thing before he goes on the stage every time, like behind the scenes, they have him backstage, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. and he does like this little half spin move before he goes, <laughs> pounds his chest and then goes on the stage. It's awesome. And he just goes out there for like four hours and just does Q and A's with people, basically gets out in the crowd and just like, it's insane. Changing does, lives. Does he have like workers with him that people will go out like when they branch out in groups yes are there other motivators oh, around yeah. pumping they're little tony up? robbins they're little tony little, little robbins they're little tonies <laughs> they're tones yeah little tones little tones <laughs> little tones taking them into their groups and they all do breakout things little tones setting 
the big tone, if you will. Yeah, they let the big tone know if there's anything going on. Mm-hmm. So he's there from like ten in the morning till eleven thirty at night, and as soon as he, he goes, he goes right home. They plan the next day with the little tones. Yeah. All the little tones are around. Mm-hmm. He plans the next day, goes to bed. Next morning, wakes up, does all this whole meditation thing at his house on Palm Beach. Uh-huh. Looks like it could be twenty one bedroom. Yeah, looks like it could was, be a yeah, twenty one twenty one bedroom <laughs> place on the ocean with this incredible pool. Jeez. View, it's amazing. Little tones are down at the Motel Six oh, down, yeah. down think, the road. I think they're definitely outside the gate. Uh-huh. Little, gate yeah. little tones are outside the gate. Yeah. He does his full meditation thing in the morning. Hops in an SUV backseat. By the way, he's not driving. Nice. Mm. No, I'm way. at the point now. I'm not driving. Yeah, he's got a drive. He has a driver. I get car sick. By the way, I'm worried about that part of my life when I'm supposed to be driven. Whenever I get to that state of wealth, that I, it's going to be very difficult for me because I get car sick. Going to need a lot of dramamine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody write that down, Foxy. Write that down. Got when it. I get to the chauffeur. Stage, stage, the okay. chauffeur chapter. Chauffeur, mm-hmm. Yep, that I'm gonna need Dramamine on deck. Stat. Got Thank it. you. Uh, so as soon as he gets out of his meditation thing, he showers. He gets in the back of an SUV. They arrive at this place. He gets out of the car, mic'd up, right onto the stage. Really, wow. Stephen A. Out of the out of the wow. yes, Stephen A. Smith exactly. <laughs> out of the car, mic'd up, goes to the back. They do like a quick like as he's walking. They do like a, this was what happened this morning. This what happened this morning. This what happened this morning. He goes thank you. Then he hits his little fake half spin move, yeah. mm-hmm. pounds his chest, and then he's right out there just giving the love, the energy to the people. Nice. Yeah, it's I awesome. like the spirit finger hello. By it's, the way, it's a it's a handshake. It's he shakes his hand, <laughs> rattles them. It's like a it's like he's got two rattles yeah. in his uh-huh. hands. Yeah. And he's rattling them open palm though at the crowd. I wonder if he can't clap because of his mic. That's I what if I'm it thinking. Pops his, peaks his mic. It's got to be. You should. Write but a, I haven't uh, seen it, so I don't know how it looks. Well, he needs to figure out a way to not clap the way he claps. The only, <laughs> the only negative thing I would say about Tony Robbins uh-huh. the entire thing yeah. is the way he claps. You know what you need to do? It freaked me out. You need to write a motivational paper on how to clap for him. Yeah, I do. Because that's exactly what a motivator would need. Hey. A motivator who is getting motivated by another motivator. Who motivates the motivator, you know? it's a great question. Well, he would have the answer. It would yeah. Be. Well, yeah. my inner drive uh, of not letting down the younger me who had big dreams is what he would say. <laughs> and then he would tell me to go fuck myself. Yeah. That's Tony <laughs> Robbins is the truth. My motivator is me tomorrow. That's that's who my motivator is. If we, if we ever get a chance to have Tony Robbins in his building, I don't oh, think God. we can afford it. We didn't, we're going to have to be at least a medium-sized business. At this yeah. point. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We that's ha- a massive step from a small business. I, that's what I'm saying, though. Okay. We would have to at least make our way to medium-sized business oh, to yeah. get Tony Robbins in here. Goodness. I think we definitely take, take advantage of that opportunity. Imagine the, the private sessions he does get. Okay. I bet like he's probably spoken at Facebook, oh. Google. Oh. That's probably a million, million dollars to go do that. Oh, I could... He's made so much money in his businesses that now he's just making money yeah. because he made money. Right. He's making money to motivate he himself can't, to yeah. make money. He can't stop it. He, he can't just stop keeps it. making money. 74 countries. It's a machine at this point. 74, 74. countries he, spoke, he speaks in. He's got a place in Fiji, I guess. He goes and speaks in Fiji. I don't know what the deal is. All these, all these self-help people are leaving the country. Gary Vee went huh. and did something over in like Bangkok or something like that. They, yeah, yeah. they pay him crazy money over there to do shit. Though. Who does? I bet you. Like um, you know, the whole the whole um, Mayweather thing really was a bunch of rich people in Japan wanted a private three round fight between those two, so they were going to. And May- May- Mayweather even said he's like, "Yeah, they just offer- I thought they were offering me a gross amount of money to go over there and fight in front of two hundred people." 
200 rich people. That's what I was told. Right. So that happens all the time in other countries, like oil people. How do we get in there? Japanese. Yeah. Boys. Boys. Just paying millions for dumb shit. We got to start doing our international appearances. We got to start raising our booking yeah. fee for international appearances. <laughs> From now on, none of us, you included, Foxy, awesome. go to another country and speak unless they're giving us a million dollars. Okay. Uh, We've yeah. all decided that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wrote it down. Just did. Canada doesn't count. Neither does Mexico. Yeah, they're, they're our neighbors. It's Non-North American countries. We'll only take a million. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. I think by that's way. a good policy. Too. I Absolutely. think it's where you cut it off geographically. Yeah, I think for us, we only take a million dollars. That seems yeah. right. Like if, if they're going to pay Connor a million dollars to go speak in Bangkok, Connor goes and does it. I'll sure. do it. Fine. A dollar less. Nine hundred ninety nine thousand. No way. See you next no year. Chance. No, thank you. You know what? I need you to find that extra thousand. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we're about one thousand short. Yep. Oh, what we need. That's the difference between old sweatpants me. <laughs> Yep. New jeans, me. <laughs> Speaking of, you're if, buying new jeans, me. If this motivator comes in, you will see me in the worst outfit I have had on <laughs> all year. I, I, I swear. I I couldn't even fathom what Tony Robbins would do to this office. Oh. He would pick. It's like he's the John Taffer of humans. Shut it That's down. That's a great way to put wow. it. He's the That's John Taffer of humans. Is what he is. Everybody who asks a question at a seminar I watched for over two hours. I think they all regret asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> they ask a question with the hopes, I think, of it being somebody else's fault, whatever their problem is. Mm. Tony Robbins is not scared to bring that Thor hammer right in your fucking face. <laughs> no, no, this is 100% your fault. This is your fault. And then explains to you why. And he's like, are we trying to get better or not? Huh, fucker? Are we trying to get better or not? <laughs> huh, motherfucker? Huh, motherfucker? He's like two inches away from their face, too, while he's saying this. Really? In this one shot. I like this guy. I'm very worried that it was staged because it was. It got me right in my feels. It was about 2.30 a.m. I was pre-vitamined up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Naturally. And this guy said he wanted to kill himself to Tony ooh, Robbins. Ooh, Tony. No. Tony Robbins turned it into, a, like, basically, your future. You haven't even started yet. Do you believe me? And the guy was like, yeah. He was like, do you fucking believe me or not? And the guy was like, yeah. He's like, you know I wouldn't fuck around with you, right? And the guy, I'm like, Tony, this guy just said he wanted to kill himself. Yeah. And after, now you're swearing in his face. Now you're swearing in this guy's face. Because Tony basically told him, like, yeah, you got a lot left in you. Mm-hmm. And then the guy was like, oh, I don't know. And then he, Tony Robbins was like, oh, I got to kick this into high gear here. I got to start swearing at this guy. So he gets it through. And then the guy smiled. And he was like, okay, thank you. He's like, no problem. And then Tony walks off. Yeah. The rest of the crowd lifts that guy up on the shoulders like Rudy. Gets a whole chain about him. What? Tony Robbins says the point with the thumbs up off in the distance. Huh. It was like a real moment. I was like, this guy three minutes ago went to kill himself. Then he gets <laughs> sweared at by Tony Robbins, and then now he's getting carried out like Rudy. This <laughs> guy is awesome. He can turn it on and save lives at, on demand. Probably when they went on break, went in the breakoff groups, he probably yelled at all these staff, like, who let the fucking suicide case in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they look for that. <laughs> by the way, there's a whole meeting. They look for that. They Ugh. look for the red flags. I think that's how we found the guy. So is there like a is it like a note card kind of submission with your with your forty nine fifty? I think it's a full I think it's a full pamphlet that you fill out. Like I think it's like a some numerous, sort of questionnaire. Yeah, yeah it's like a, okay. four thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars. I think you're filling out a full pamphlet. What's this guy's motto? It's got to be "I will change your life." No, right? I'm not your guru. That's what it is. I'm not your guru. Is the title of the Netflix thing? I'm not your guru. I'm just here to help you find you, basically. Huh. I'm down, I'm in on Tony Robbins. He's a he's indir- he's a guru while saying he's not your guru. Well, I think that's the that's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the point there. 
Hey, how about you? Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I just watched Don't Mess with the Zohan, so I'm uh, very, I'm very in between IQ on the dropped, go. Yeah, right? I'm very in between on Guru Talk. Okay. Yeah, you're such a dummy. Hey, intellectual idiot. I think is what it is. Speaking of Tony Robbins, me Diggs and who? Zeet had a Tony Robbins situation earlier. I was trying to lead the boys. <laughs> Here it is. I love him. I love Tony Robbins. This guy's making twelve point four million dollars in six days. Tony. I only really liked really? him in uh, Shallow How. Shallow How. $12.4 million in six days. He's a guru. He's not your guru. No, I said he is a guru. No, no. He's not your guru. That's actually what it's called. I'm not your guru. Tony Robbins. <laughs> he goes, I'm not going to tell you what works. We're going to figure it out together. That's what we're in this for. Dicks. Don't fuck around with Tony Robbins. I would never. I would never even go talk to him. Uh, I think I'm signing us all up for a Tony Robbins thing. Because it's a lot of businesses sending their employees, so I think I'm going to send you guys to a Tony Robbins thing. The guy who made Winnie the Pooh? What was that? The guy who made Winnie the Pooh? He's not getting in this fucking brain. Your brain or Zito's brain? Well, I don't think you get in either of ours. The one and only Tony Robbins. A real honor to have you here on Good Day New York. So we started talking about uh, CeCe Sabathia, who announced that he's an alcoholic. Yes. Uh, we just started asking Tony about uh, whether you drink or not, and let's pick up that conversation. Yeah, so we, we found out you don't drink, and yeah. there's I'm a good reason. I'm not against drinking in any way, yeah. But right. those who want that buzz, want mm. that high, uh, where else can they get it? What do you suggest? Well, we were just saying that... Uh, you know, I, both my parents were alcoholics, so it's not like I'm against drinking. It's just the the way they behaved at that point was kind of abusive, and kind of was very abusive, and so I didn't want to be part of that. Uh, but we all want to be able to change the way we feel, and that's what I spend my life showing people how to do. And what most people don't know is emotion is created by motion. The way you move determines the way you feel. You have 80 different muscles in your face, 80. For most people, this is the largest area of unemployment in the country. <laughs> they use their the face the same way. They feel the same emotions over and over and over again. So what I was saying is I have this deal with myself called priming. Every day, I say, look, you've got to have 10 minutes for yourself. If you don't have 10 minutes for yourself, you don't have a life. And I'm not going to hope I feel good. I, don't, I just got back of six countries in 12 days. I was in India two days ago. Wow. And I woke up here and went like, Feeling like somebody ran me over with a truck. <laughs> you know? But you I, got yourself psyched up. But the, and... but the way I did it is I do this process. It's 10 minutes. I put some music on. I do this massive change in my breathing. So it radically changes the way I feel. And then I do this three-step process. First, I do three minutes of gratitude where I think of three things I'm really grateful for. And I associate. I don't think of it over there. I feel it. And the reason is when you're grateful, you can't be worried. You can't be fearful. When you're grateful, you can't be angry. And anger and fear are what screw people up most in their relationships, mm -hmm. in their life, in their business. So I wire myself. I was saying to you that most people want to be happy, but their habit is to be worried or pissed off or frustrated <laughs> or stressed. And so they're, they've got a highway to stress, and they got a dirt road to happiness. Mm -hmm. so I wire myself. I've got a highway to gratitude, which changes all your emotions. And then I do a three-minute process of kind of a prayer for my family and friends, and then I do a three-minute process of the top three things I want to accomplish. I see it as done. That's and I feel minutes. I'm done in 10 minutes. So sometimes <laughs> I go 20. But my deal is 10, so there's no excuse not to do it. You know what? I think it's a great way to kind of set the tone for it, the day. It does. It, cha it changes. Listen, we've all had times when you snapped at somebody and you felt bad because it wasn't them. It was the state you're in, right? Well, there's no excuse for that. If you prime yourself, you set yourself up. They've done studies where they go to people and they have a man walk up to you and say, could you hold this for me and hand you a cup of coffee? It's an actor. And then he takes it, takes them out of his pocket. Then he takes it back and says, thank you. 100 people they do it with iced coffee. 100 people do it with hot coffee. 
45 minutes later, another actor comes by and says, listen, we're doing this little test for $5. Would you read this three paragraphs and answer three questions? Most people say yes. It's a little story. The questions are about the character. What's the character like? 80% of the people that got iced coffee say the person is cold and mean. Wow. 81% of the people that got hot coffee say the person is warm and gentle or nice. That's how much we can be primed by our environment. We think we're just feeling what we're feeling, but our environment, if we don't take control of our environment, it takes control of us. He watches bull way well. too much. And he's cut from the same cloth. It's pretty it's easy not to be fucking angry or worried when you make fucking $12 million a week, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate to this motherfucker. Anything he says, can't do it. Can't do it. Life's easy when you're that fucking rich. Hashtag Endgame. Hashtag Endgame. Send me a photo of what you would buy if you made twelve point four million dollars in six days. Have an incredible Tuesday. You're the best. Ty Schmidt hit the music.